guys, welcome to the first ever episode 37 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one half of the coolest dudes in video games. One, one of the coolest dudes in video games. The one, the the coolest dude in video games. No, you're one I've half won. of the coolest dudes. I've dude. won. You I've and Colin by yourselves are not the coolest dudes, but together you, you are the coolest dudes. What? You and Colin, rest in peace, uh-huh. are the coolest dudes. <laughs> to be fair, he it's just hard, went to New York. Hard he's to not have dead. him. Hard to, he, he's dead. Can we he's just? So cool. Can we start the race? So cool. He in the cool. afterlife form. Yeah. All right. He's playing Mad Max up in the big game of the decade. <laughs> Nick's here too. Hi. And uh, we have a very special guest here. Hello. Danny Shepard. What up? You might know him as Danny LaShep on Twitter. Yeah. You might know him as Ismahawk on YouTube. Yeah. You might know him from the Nightwing series. Yeah. He's a cool dude. He does a lot of cool VFX stuff. You should definitely go check out all that stuff. We talked all about it on Game Over Greg's show. You should check that out. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. It'll be going up as this video goes up day by day. Real quick, you play video stuff. games too, right? Uh-huh, of course. All right, great. So that's why he's here. So we're not talking about him. Well, this whole I thing. know from previous me, that's not really a prerequisite. No, for it's show. definitely not for the kind of funny <laughs> games. Guys. Last week we talked about towels <laughs> for like an hour and a half. I used to be an assistant manager of Game Crazy. You, you the remember that? Game what? Crazy. What? They used to be attached to Hollywood Video. Uh-huh. Was it the Hollywood Video? Wasn't it? Or, was no, it game... Hollywood or Blockbuster? It was Hollywood Video. Really? Fuck yeah, you. Yeah. Right. We don't have Hollywoods here. We had one Hollywood. We had a Hollywood here back in the day. That's why they went California. out of business. Yeah. Did you have the whole like st- the Hollywood. whole uh, uh, like chain link fence motif as well? Yeah. That's such a terrible, terrible it's motif a, for a game store. I went in there. It was like hell in a cell every oh, time. Shit. I don't know yeah. what I was getting into. <laughs> Wait, Wait, Kevin. Games are supposed yeah. to be urban. Was that the Hollywood in your ceremony? That ha- You're right. All right. It was a Hollywood. You win everything. You're so fucking right, Greg. <laughs> Thank you. The coolest yeah. dude in video game. Rest in peace, Colin Moriarty, bitten by a shark. But he's still cool. But anyways, we're here. We're going to be talking about video games and stuff. Yeah. And, I, and I'm real excited. All right. So. At first before, I thought it was a joke, but is it real? Is that how you answer every question the affirmative? Yeah. yeah. I like that positivity. This. Yeah. This is the Kind of Funny Games cast. It's pretty much the Game Over Greg show, but it's about video games. Day by day, we talk about whatever the hell we want to that has to do with video games. Monday through Thursday, broken up topic by topic at YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. If you want the whole thing early... You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, pay some money, things will happen, and you will like it. Is this one worth that money? Yeah. Danny? Is always. It yeah. It's not always, but this one wanna, will be. You know how I know? Because at some point I'm going to ask Danny to take his shirt off, and it's definitely going to be worth that's gonna money. That's going to be worth that money. <laughs> yeah. Danny's like a male model. Oh, my God. Imagine if you bought really nice tube socks and you put a bunch of rocks in them. That'd be it, because he'd have, you know, like, the definition, like, the muffle, the definition. <laughs> really nice tube socks. Why do they need to be nice? Why not just Because then, then they're, like, nice and tight, and they're, like, in, they're in the, they're in the shoot-looking thing, and then you put the rocks, and you can see all the rock definition. Yeah. Nick's arms have been looking like that recently. What part? What? I don't know how to describe muscles. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen muscles before? <laughs> okay. Thank you for the compliment, by the way, Tim. I appreciate so, that. So, the first topic... No, no, before we begin at the top, we have so much other rigmarole. I did okay, but I fucked up one thing. I didn't, didn't mention fuck up this. anything. I'm having a I great know. time. This game's cast, sponsored by the Stealth Action Game. What's it called, ladies and gentlemen? Volume. volume. It is called Volume. Like there Biffle's Volume. Beautiful, beautiful poster. I like it. It's out now? Yes. Is Where, that it? Where's it out? Oh, I thought I didn't know. I thought you were doing your rigmarole. I don't need to read it. Uh, it's on PlayStation 4, of course. It is. PC mm-hmm. is coming to PlayStation Vita eventually. Mm-hmm. You'll get it cross by if you buy it right now on PlayStation uh, 4. Of course, this is the follow up from Mike Biffle, the man who made Thomas, Thomas was, was Alone. alone. It was already done little, better than Thomas was darling. Alone or whatever. Good. Uh, Andy Serkis is in it along mm-hmm. with some other actor. They always name check on that thing that I don't know. Uh, I it's fun. Stealth gameplay. It's funny. 
You should get it. It's great. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll yeah. tell you something about Mike. There's Bethel. a Let's Play up on Kind of Funny Games. Yeah, really I've nice. I met guy. the man a couple times. Mm-hmm. And you ever meet someone and you instantly vibe with them? Yeah. Like you know, I have a pretty offensive manner. Yeah. Like a demeanor. <laughs> Uh, I said something to him, and he fired right back, and I was like, oh, we're going to be fast friends. So Fast friends. When it, when it, something come, about a dick, like a big no, dick or something. Fast people don't have friends. They have family. And Mike Bithell is family <laughs> for sure. The cool thing about him is that you meet people, and like you can define them by one word. He's cheery. Ah, He's the cheeriest motherfucker cheery that guy. I've ever met. He's and then he, he makes games like volume. So go check that out. Very talented. Very, very, very talented. All right. So the first topic of the day. I'm sorry, Danny. You're not going to have much to say about this because you you are addicted. Get the fuck yet. out of here! I'll just I'll, I'll just chime in with yeah has yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why can't we stop playing Metal Gear Solid Five? Because it's too damn good. The gameplay Holy is too good. Cra- so this game is very special for so many. Re- you okay, Portillo? He's he- still getting over his bugs, so sometimes well, yeah, he so takes is, Darth is, Vader breaths. What's going on there? That's a whisker. He has whiskers. Oh. So no, he's got a little flop out of his mouth. Too. He's got, he ate, he lo- it oh, looks like is. he ate a, uh, a chew toy. Well, when you're fucking three inches from the ground, anything that's on the ground gets sucked up to your face. <laughs> Ask <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> God damn, you beat me to it. All right, so... Metal Gear Solid's taken over everything. Like, it's taken over people that don't play games lives. Like, Nick is yeah. in, addicted to this shit. Yeah, man. Twitter, it's all anyone's talking about. I get about. tweets about it all the time, and I get tweets from people who say, I, I never played a Metal Gear. This is the Metal Gear you've told me. You know, your Let's Plays, you guys talking nonstop about it. The Bombcast talking about it nonstop. Yep. Have, and I'm totally hooked on it, yeah. And, but that's the thing. Everyone is talking about it nonstop. Yeah. It's hard. I'm sure there's going to be comments like, oh, my God, you're talking about Metal Gear again? It's like, man... Have you Too played bad. it? Yeah. Because yeah. pl- the moment you play it, you'll get it. You'll yeah. understand why we can't stop talking about this. This is one of those few times that I miss um, still working at IGN because you'd go and everyone's talking about the same shit, right? Yeah. But it's like we have that. It's just really small, and then the internet makes it really big. Mm-hmm. But like from every all my friends at IGN that I've been talking to, there's like, yeah, everyone's just fucking talking about it, and they're so addicted to it. The problem is we have Colin Moriarty in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mad so, Max. Mr. Mad Max. He's Mr. There. Mad Max, and it's just like, I always yeah. feel bad talking about Metal Gear with him <clears> because – I'm turning up my nose at the ma- at the Metal Gear series. Rest in peace, Carl. Yeah. He's dead and cool. Um, but whenever he's around, it's like it's not that he sucks the fun out of it. It's that he. I feel self conscious about being too, you know, big about this game and talking about it too much and whatever. But then the moment like me, Kevin, and Nick will go to Starbucks. Oh, the entire walk is just talking about. And then in this mission, I did this. It's like oh, in that mission, I, mean, I did something. The different. next time you feel that, just remember one of the fucking fifteen thousand political topics where you and I have done this. Just fucking talk about no, Metal Gear. I know, I know. But I'm, I think there's a difference, though. Like, this is something that I know that we're all passionate about. And you, so yeah. what's your case on Metal Gear 5? Why aren't you playing it right fucking now? So the reason why I'm not playing Metal Gear 5 is not because I don't want to play it. It's because I love the Metal Gear franchise. And I know if I play it, I'll stop working mm-hmm. on the things that I need mm-hmm. to be doing. Your because, YouTube shows. Yeah, the YouTube videos that I've been making and, and all the, the stuff uh, that goes along with that. And... Uh, if I if I start playing Metal Gear Solid Five, then I know I'm gonna get sucked in it, and I'm just gonna want to play that, and I'll just be thinking about, all right, so I can do this, or I can play Metal Gear Solid Five, yeah. or I can sleep, or I can play Metal that Gear Solid. That was last night. Yeah. And, I mean, that's <laughs> every night. That's been every fucking night for me, where mm-hmm. it's just like, I just okay, I just want to do one more mission. Here's what I want to rewind, mm-hmm. and this goes for you too. 
When I came back from a week of playing Metal Gear and want to shut up about it, my eye was all swollen and hurt from playing too much Metal Gear. Did you think I would? Did you chalk that up as that's just Greg being a Metal Gear fanboy, or did you think it was going to be as good as it is? No. See, I saw you play the game, and I was like, "Fuck, this is going to be fun." I did just watching you doing just doing the capture and watching the the first the, like the intro, notwithstanding, because that's so quintessential Metal Gear to me. Like, none of it made any sense to me, and yeah. it took fifteen or twenty minutes to just like crawl. 45. It's like 45 minutes just to crawl out of a hospital. I was like, dude, this game's going to be not my not my cup of tea. But then watching you actually start playing some of the, the, the missions, missions in Afghanistan, yeah. I was like, dude, this looks like crack cocaine. Um, Did you sound like that when you said it? <laughs> that's, that's how everything in my brain sounds. But no, getting your hands on the control, this is the thing. Like, You're right. So if you got something you need to do, stay as far away from that game as humanly possible yeah. because it is – it's got an addictive nature, an addictive element to it that I would not have thought it would have. I, I thought it was going to be a fun game. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, this is going to be cool. I'll play it for like four or five hours. But the fact that I am literally like, oh, shit, I don't have time for a mission, but I think I could bang out a couple side ops yeah. real quick. And then, of course, in typical Metal, Metal Gear fashion, that eventually turns into a mission. You're like, fuck. Like, this is two hours. I can't do this. Yeah. And then it's one in the morning. And my wife's like, is there like a fucking war going on out here? Um, no, but my, you know, but it is one of those things that you know you're going to be up to. Like, if you start playing it at nine, eight or nine o'clock at night, you, you're going until yeah. two. You're in the going to three. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's been my nights. Just, I keep playing till three. Now, what's funny for me is on Gamescast, you know, I'm a very big Metal Gear Solid fan. Yeah. I played all of them except Peace Walker, so I'm in the same position yeah, yeah. you're in. And I, I've talked so much hearing you talk about this game. You came back and you're like, oh my God, I love it. That to me, didn't sell it to me of like, oh, I'm going to love this because you love Peace Walker. Yeah. You love the things that I didn't vibe with. And so I was just like, ah, and everything you're saying about the story not being quite there or not not necessarily that, but that it wasn't the Metal, Metal Gear, Gear. Style, style story and that it's all about doing these missions and the side ops and the mother base and this and that. I'm like, I tuned out. I'm just like, I don't want this. This sounds like an open world game that I'm not into. I don't like this stuff. And then I started playing it and it's like, I am wrong on all of those fronts. Every single one of them. The story, totally, it, it is not Metal Gear Solid 1 or 2 or 3 or 4. Yeah. It's Metal Gear Solid 5. It's a different thing. But it's still very satisfying. Every time there's a cutscene, I'm just as engrossed in it as I was the other games. Mm. And all the things I thought I'd hate, all the side missions and the having the, the Fulton the people and like send oh, people God. doing combat, I am addicted to it. And I think it's because the game is so good at rewarding the players for doing stuff and to teaching them and slowly unraveling all the deep systems of this yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. That was always the thing when, like, Peace Walker, when I tried to show him that time and then talking to you yeah. about it or vice versa or whatever. We did a Let's Play one time. Where you jumped in and it was like, I was 90 hours or ninety hours into the game or 60 hours into the game and I had all the stuff unlocked and you're like, this is overwhelming. But I'm like, it's not like this. And the yeah. same thing with 5. I, you watch me or hear me talk about 5 and where I am now 95 hours into this game and it's not... Where you are four hours in. You know what I mean? They slowly give you things piece by piece. And it's so cool that, like, the, the way they do it, it's like you beat a mission, and then it's like the mission unlocks stuff that that mission had nothing to do with, but it's very clear. It's like, all right, now you have the horse, all right? And then two missions later, it's like, okay, there's you unlocked the dog or whatever. And now it's, and as you go, it, it tells you how those things work. Right. And it's like, oh, your base is getting, there's two crams, there's too many people, you need to expand it. Here's how you expand it. Mm -hmm. And it's all simple shit. It's not yeah. rocket science. And it's also not as micromanagey as I worried it would be. Yeah, Peace yeah. Walker Unless was. Unless you want it to be. Yeah. And then you can do that. Like, Kevin's crazy right now. And he's, like, trying to make sure that, like, they're all A's or B's. Yeah, Kevin's like, kicking people out of his base. Yeah, I am too. 
He's like, but there's too many Ds the... in my base. I need all... anyway. Like he's got a B or above like mentality. Yeah. Oh, point. so the the guys are ranked. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. And they, they grow, they yeah. learn, they like they change and do different stuff. And it's like interesting. But over time, it's very overwhelming. But it's not when you actually play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is addicting and it's fun and you want to do the things that you go in not thinking you're going to want to do. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's that, the best that's thing That's a about perfect a video example. Game. That's a perfect way to say it where I – the things that I saw you doing in those Let's Plays, I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to want to go around folding people out. I'm not going to want to go around doing base management. And then I started it and it reminds me a lot of – and I know I talk a lot about this. But it reminds me of Scanning Planets in Mass Effect 2 where you're like, <laughs> that looks so dumb. But I spent 20 hours doing it because it's kind of relaxing. It's right. not – there's no pressure. <laughs> Right to building your base, you just get you get to sit back and upgrade weapons. You're like, this is fun. I've I've done all the side ops, 157 done, and so now I'm just going through an S ranking everything, and I'm not even doing the mission objectives right because I feel those conflict sometimes with getting S rank, which is get in unnoticed as fast as out as fast as possible. But like the number of times where I'm in there, I'm like, all right, scan, scan, and then I hit somebody and he's like all S's. I'm just like, well, fuck. I'm just gonna not even S rank this mission. I'll, now, now it's I'm gonna capture everybody. I'm just bringing everybody home. And what are the mission tasks? All right, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that pivot on a dime because yeah, you see something there. You just, it's too tantalizing that you can't stop. I know, and that's the thing. There's that like, and and they do that on purpose. And there is some good. There's some really good game design elements in it where. I feel like there's the one uh, one level that I, I beat a while, uh, maybe like two or three days ago, was the one where you have to take down like you have eight tanks or eight vehicles. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Armed vehicles. Yeah. And you have to figure out how to take all of them down. And then midway through, they're like, "Hey, boss, there's a prisoner in there that would be really awesome if you can." I'm like, "I'm not getting that guy." Yeah. Sorry, no, I'm not. He's dead. Like, I'm not, I got I'm not gonna do here, it. Buddy. I can't. I don't got time to go do over there. Tank, yeah. I got three tanks coming out. I got. I'm, I'm planning my supply drop, so they're in route as I'm going to my as I'm going to the yeah, next yeah, tank. Yeah. I don't got time for this shit. Yeah. Something that's crazy to me about the game, though. Is is how repetitive it is where yeah. pretty much every there's so many missions and they're all the exact same thing and most of them like, the same take out heavy states. artillery number 11 You're yeah like, ah, it's either take out a tank or it's Fulton this guy mm-hmm. or kill this guy right like that's all those are really the three missions and they just do them over and over and every mission you land the helicopter then you have to run a ridiculously far length or use your horse or use something else yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's this base and you need to infiltrate it and get the guy out and then get back to the helicopter mm-hmm. every single time. Mm-hmm. Watching streams of this, because randomly I just have been like, I've been looking into YouTube gaming stuff. So I just sure. like will peek over and look at stuff. And I see people stream Metal Gear and I'm like, this is boring to watch. This is like, oh, great. It's someone holding down the L3 button watching Snake freaking run. Right, 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 right. For right. so long up mountains and doing stuff. And I'm like, this is so crazy because playing it. It's not repetitive at all. Right. It is not any of that. It is so much fun. And I think that's kind of the brilliance of the game is that they allow you to just do the same things over and over. So you learn your play style and learn how mm-hmm. you want to play the game. Yeah. You can just do whatever the hell you want. Right. Like it's the best type of sandbox game. Yeah. Because if you want to do something, it's pretty much possible and it's not difficult. The gameplay and the tools given to you are so much fun that, yeah, they just by giving you the same mission 14 times and tweaking placements or how many people are like you know like when you're doing like the end end level tank ones where it's like there's two helicopters and there's four tanks and they can kind of see you know what i mean like again giving you a little bit more every time it keeps you on your toes it keeps you interested in what you're doing yeah i just it's crazy though i mean like it's i mean yeah i get i totally feel you and stuff and it's like for me i look back and i'm like 95 hours in probably a little bit more than that i haven't checked the time recently but i tweeted over the, I guess, Sunday, about 93 hours. I know I'm past that for sure now. And it's one of those, like, last night was the first night of, like, one of those gut checks of, like, am I really going to platinum this? You know what I mean? I was doing hunt, uh, where did the boot be sleep again, trying to S-rank it, right? And at the very end of the cavern, I got seen. I was like, 
fucking goddamn, you know what I mean? So then it was like I had, I had left one mission task on the table because I wasn't expecting to get seen there, and I was gonna try and just, fuck. And then I restarted it, and then I S ranked it, and I was like, yeah, I'm in. You know what I mean? Like there's those like moments of just like, man, I feel like I wasted a lot of time here. But then going back and like. Again, the, you know, the first time through when I was like, I'm going to S-rank it, but I also need to pick up all these guys who have all this other stuff. Like, I didn't realize how much time I was burning. And so when I went back to do the mission again, and I was like, now is the S-rank playthrough, where it was like fucking just avoiding guys. And I, I shaved like 20 minutes off my time and then had them out. And I think I even got, I think I, they went into an alert because somebody fell down at some point or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I still got the S-rank. And that's a weird thing that I th- feel like the S-ranks are attainable. Everything in the game... It takes a lot of work and it's a lot of stress and it's this that the other but it's all obtainable if that mm-hmm. makes sense whereas i felt like even in uh ground zeros there was things where i'm just like that seems really hard and not fun i don't want to do that you know what yeah. i mean whereas this one it's like all right you know quiet kills me in one shot on the extreme battle that's gonna be tough but i can do it and i did it you know what i mean and i s ranked and i was like fuck yeah all right you know what i mean like i can do all this if i put the time in which is crazy yeah. see i gotta go back this is then this is the crazy thing about the game like i was I, I obviously have blinders on when i play this stuff and i'm not as tied into the community as you guys are by any stretch of the imagination so when i got to the quiet stage and i, I assumed it was quiet stage because i'd seen like the just some of the trailers of her like with a sniper rifle but i'm like oh, it must be quiet maybe i'll and maybe maybe i'll get to her later because miller's like just get out of there boss i was like all right so i just booked it <laughs> Didn't get quiet. <laughs> but that, that, that's the cool thing about the game. You don't Didn't need get to get quiet. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm going to go back and play that mission again, but that, but unfortunately, it's tied into one of the longer story missions, so I'm still going through that mission. So yeah. I have to beat that first and then go back and, and do the side up. But what's cool about it is that you can get quiet or not get quiet, and it doesn't matter really for like the core story, but what's awesome is you can go back and do it. Yeah, well, and I was yeah. talking to Kevin about this. You find... You, if you go through and like you're trying to like get the, the S-rank guys or the A-rank people or whatever, and... You get caught, and then your mission goes from "I'm gonna be sneaky" to "fuck it, everyone's dying" because yeah. there's the always die hard. That yeah, it goes to the diehard um, very quickly. And it, which that is a, a great sign to me of how much I like this game because I'm I just go in, I just want to fucking get to the end of the mission. Right. I don't care about ranking at all. I'm just blowing shit up. But every single mission, I start off trying to be sneaky Everyone. until it changes you know mm-hmm. and like that's good like i'm trying to play the game correctly yeah um but that's what's how cool i was is... doing ground zeros uh-huh <laughs> just yeah. go in quiet oh i got seen all right yeah. everybody okay. everybody now died. you all die yeah exactly <laughs> but then it's like you once that happens you kill all the fucking a-rank people that you wanted to get you can always just do the mission again and get the people mm-hmm. well i mean as you come back right it all dynamically shifts yeah so that's why now that i'm out there i'm seeing so many s's and i'm like well fuck now i gotta Goddamn ass. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what I need. Like, yeah. you know, I have the same thing of where I go through, and it's like, I'm so close to expanding the combat unit and medical base to the final platforms. I just need fucking more fuel resources, which is driving me goddamn crazy. It's just, but I'll go through in that I cheated a little bit because if you do FOB, you can get the early ranks of them, and then you're expanding without expanding the mother base, mother base. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you're still bringing in more people to use, which is great. But it fucked me over that I burned resources there that should have gone into just finally maxing out mother base, mother base. Anyways. That diatribe. But like now, yeah, it's like I go through and I'm like, I'll keep everybody who has an A plus around, but everybody else needs to get the fuck out because I just don't even want to fuck with this shit right now. You know what I mean? And then then once I expand the bases to their final thing, then it becomes, yeah, like, fuck it. It's only S's now. Like, you all need to go. Jesus, my base is like the summer school to your base. <laughs> well, no, that, but that's just where I was. That's just the thing. Yeah. It's like, I, like you, you, know, you have to level up the interscope, right, or whatever, so that you can see A's and A-pluses and then eventually <laughs> S's and all that stuff. And when you're S-ranking missions, you're bringing, you're get people who volunteer for it that are S's. Yeah. Well, they come out and they're like, oh, I need to How I crazy work. does this all sound to you? Uh, it sounds like Metal Gear. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's good. Does well, Mother Base, does that actually 
play an integral part to the to the story. Like it, yeah. like in uh, Mass Effect Two, you have the Suicide Squad or the Suicide Mission, and if you don't like level up your entire ship, then like people will die. Sure. So is it is it like that? <laughs> if you don't have it at a certain level, then something changes. Catechism. Please don't spoil this. Yeah, that's that's the line I walk with. Okay, this yeah, one. then maybe because I, I'm assuming that something like could be based on what happened in Ground Zero. It's like I'm assuming something's gonna happen with Mother Base at some point. Maybe maybe not. Yeah, maybe it's I mean, all a dream. spoilers aside, no, from a gameplay weird. perspective, just... <laughs> that's where all of your your weapon development comes from, and all of your like uh, item development and tool development. So yeah. it's like you need to do that to be able to get better at the game. Yeah, yeah. you have it's to like, level it up. It's like yeah. it's like leveling up your character. You level up your base. You level up your yeah. So like the base is what levels up the character. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have like research and development teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones that you're leveling up. They make you weapons. Okay, that yeah. Makes if sense. you level up your intel platform, for instance, like the, the better that is, the more when you go out into the field, they'll see stuff. You'll for see you. stuff. So like all of your resources that you need to go oh. ferret out, it'll just be on your map. You're like, oh shit, I might buy a, like a big thing of diamonds or whatever. I'll go get it. So okay. it gets surprisingly. Um, it's already gotten easier, I think, a little bit. Oh, sure. What yeah, you're saying yeah, yeah, is yeah. is true. Like the game dynamically shifts when I go out there now. Where I was just seeing people that were straight E's and D's. Yeah. I I carried a dude around that had like a B in Intel and medical for like 20 minutes trying to find a place where I could like it had open air. So I was like, I'm just gonna carry this dude because this guy's a good find. <laughs> <laughs> I need this guy. I need yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's the thing about going back now to S rank them, I and I'm going back and playing these missions that I remember right. you see on kind of funny games that I'm struggling with. And now you just walk in there and you know every not even their movements, but you just know how the game is and what the mechanics are. Oh, so you just run up there it. and I have this silent sniper, so it's just and I'm like, I don't even headshot anymore. What I do is shoot every, I just shoot everyone in the arm. Uh-huh. And then by the time one drops, the other goes, oh, oh, oh. And it's like dominoes down the mm-hmm. line where they all fall passing out, but they all realize something's wrong, but they can't do anything. And then I just walk yeah, over casually. So you fuck with them. I fucking, I wormhole Fulton everybody out. So it doesn't matter if you're in a building or not, because you just go up one foot and then you're into a black what hole. What the fuck's a wormhole Fulton? Yeah, yeah, it opens a rift in space and time that the guy goes through and then it shuts. You're joking. No. <laughs> so that's easier that you that's don't awesome. use. You have less, they don't get a chance to yell, so nobody gets to hear them. And it's not as visible. It is visible that people can see it around there. So yeah. don't do it right in front of somebody. But oh my like, God, that's so awesome. Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah. right? That's, see, that's Metal Gear. So yeah, now, you, now, and that's the whole thing of like the payoff of both this Metal Gear and Peace Walker and like a lot of them, right? The longer, you, but I think mission based ones especially. So Peace Walker and, and five, and I see Ground Zeroes, right? Is the more you play, the more in the, you, the more you play the stuff, the more you feel like Big Boss. The yep. more you feel like this legendary soldier. Where in the beginning, like they joke around about it, right? Of like you gotta get back in the field. Is it all coming back to you, boss? And da 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 da. And now it is like I have a fucking gold arm. I fucking watch these people take them all out. Nobody knows what's happening. They have no idea that they're even being attacked and like everyone's being raped and pillaged. That's, yeah, I mean, that shit fucking happens. You understand that, by the way, my wife watched me play this for like two hours and she's like, this is actually, this is a weird game. What's going on here? You're and like, she's I'm like, where do try. those guys go that you're attaching the balloons to? And I was like, and just, I'm just talking. I was like, oh, they go back to my base where one of my guys brainwashes them and then they work for me like without asking any questions. And then if they get out of line, I go choke them until they ask for it harder. She's like, "What the fuck is happening in this yeah. game?" That is like the like the the That's whole brainwashing weird. thing. I always give them a pass on because they're just PFs. They're just you know private forces or whatever. So they're just working for the highest bidder. They get there, we're fighting for something great. That's easy enough to. And some get thrown in the brig and they have to be coerced, whatever. But it's the the ones who like. Why don't I just have a salute button? Why yeah. do I have to beat the fuck out of everyone at Mother Base? Like, all right, like. Pfft. 
And this is the best is like when I'm just trying to do this one thing that I did on the medical platform that's a let's play up that's labeled huge spoiler. But like I'm just running back there, I'm just trying to finish this fucking thing, and it's just like you run up, it's like hi like I'm like curb stomping people's face into the bars of Mother Base. <laughs> Thanks, boss. Yeah, I know, right. Thanks, boss. I'm the like, worst oh. is when you come across Kevin in the game where you go to choke him and he's like, Oh boss, harder. <laughs> he like asks for it harder, and you're like, God damn it, get away from I've me. I've never Kevin. heard that. Really? Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. I'm just, I don't, I mean, I, when oh, I get somebody to choke hold, it's just ding, 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 and I don't have ever hear it. If you go, hair. if you interrogate him, oh. the guy goes, he'll tell you, they'll tell you where shit is around your base, but then one out of every five guys is like, it's an honor to be held in your grip, boss. And if you do it again, he goes, harder. Nice. <laughs> it's disgusting. But 90% of the time, they're just like, someone left a bunch of diamonds everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> You're like, go get the diamond, put it in my yeah. safe. Yeah, I know. You understand I need, we need this, right? Get yeah. the GMP. And will somebody fucking go find fuel? Yeah. I, I got biological material coming out my underwear. Can I please oh get my God. some fucking fuel resources up in this Hilarious. piece? And oh this is God. where it all comes back to, I talked about this, I talked about this on Conor Greg Live today, and I talk about it a lot, of just how like microtransactions are a dirty word. You know what I mean? I would pay Konami straight up right now for fuel resources. Let me just finish it. I mean, you know what I mean? Because like I get what I'm doing, and I understand it's not for me. It's just that delayed gratification. I'm gonna get to it eventually. I'm gonna eventually on the road when I'm doing all these S ranks find the rest that I yeah. need to max out these two things. But it's like, come on, guys. You know what uh -huh. I mean? Yeah, I mean that's that's where things get a little tricky because it is not it's not difficult to get it in game, but it's also not that easy right so i think the market i also haven't done the the great google that i need to do of just like Where the fuel fuck resource glitch it? yeah you know oh, yeah, exactly. broken fuel because i'm sure there's some mission you can do in two seconds that you just, you load, just load and load it, yeah. and load but i just haven't gone and done it figure that out yeah another thing that i think is really cool about this game is it reminds me of playing grand theft auto 3 where i started to become really familiar with the city so it's yeah. like when you're doing the different missions you're like oh i i know that rock oh, you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I, i've been to this base before or whatever so it's like you get familiar just with like the the terrain and it's it's just weird how you start feeling more like Big Boss as you're playing right. and it's just like you just understand the game better. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah. for for me, it's been fascinating. Um, just given the fact that zero context in a Metal Gear series coming in, like you guys are all talking about the differences and the nuances of the voice acting, and I'm just like, doesn't none of it matters to me because to me, David Hayter is not Snake. To me. I don't know what Snake is, right? I'm, I just have zero. I, it's, it's not it's this a, guy. It's I'll a blank ground for it. Well, I like Keeper Sutherland also, so I bring that. that I don't got nothing. I got nothing against yeah, you. Know, I have everything. I'm a big Lost Boys fan. I wish you would have done more for the game. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you would have been in a little bit more of the game. Um, yeah, I heard but he doesn't talk much. Yeah. He, he doesn't. Does, it's like, this is not Snake. This People talk to at him At least as far as I've played, and I have put maybe 20 hours in, Like he said maybe like three things. Are you listening to the tapes? Yeah, I listen to a lot of the tapes, yeah. but I don't know nope. who the fuck's talking. A lot of the tapes don't have them in it either. Like a big, a big, my biggest critique of Metal Gear is the fact that Snake's not Snake, and my second biggest critique is the story, but the like the lack of Metal Gear isms, even though there is stuff. My third is the fact that uh, there's no codex conversations. Yeah, it's all cassette conversations, which whatever, it's the same fucking thing. The difference is you don't see the people. Yeah, so you'll hear people talking, and between Miller and Ocelot and Snake. They all sound close enough that if you don't see them talking, you're not really clear who's talking. Yeah. And I don't know if that's – that doesn't sound like just a me problem. Yeah. No, I mean I, I have it. – it's because Troy – like whoever does the voice acting for Miller sounds a lot like Troy. So like – and for me with zero context, I thought Ocelot was talking to me for a while. Until Greg was like, no, that's Miller that's talking to me. I was like, oh. I I, it's, it's last, you, we had this conversation in the car yesterday, and then when I was playing last night, I, I stopped and listened. I still just, I don't see it. Yeah. And it's just probably one of those things that I'm just way too close to it. You are. I've played too much of the game. I know Troy's voice too well. But it's just yeah. like, oh, no. Troy has I like just a think Troy southern drawl to it. Are you, 
Troy did I, just, I just assumed. Well, no, I, I thought that Troy did a different voice for Miller. Miller. I mean, so that, I just that's that. how like weirdly it to me that does sound that way. I'm not saying you're crazy. Me, I'm just saying for me, I can't. I it, couldn't catch it. It sounds like Troy. Like Ocelot is Troy. Yeah. And Miller sounds like Troy making a voice. Yeah. No, granted, it would, I mean, it's this is the other thing that I'm blown away by is is just in general. Metal Gear is weird. It's quirky. It's strange. And if you it. if you look yeah. at it from an outsider perspective, like I used to have, I was like, this game doesn't make any sense, and it's stupid. Going into it, the nuances, those little tiny things that are quirky, are the fun part of it, and it's all done so well that almost I, it almost threw me off. Where I'm like, it's like watching a cult classic movie that's really really well done, but you just don't get it for some reason at first, and then you watch it like five years later, and you're like, mm. oh, okay, these were all intentional, like. The, the the way of telling stories, the kookiness of it a little bit kind of all builds into the world that Kojima's created. But the production value is amazing. Yeah. And that's the thing that's I'm, that I'm that when you're talking about and you're talking about going in bases where I'm like, I have a feel for it now. I know how to sneak around people now. Now I'm going from kind of being scared of the game to going like I'm gonna own this fucking right. level. And even if shit goes down. And that was the thing going back to last night for me. I'm doing where the beast sleep or whatever. And like you're talking about, I knew the perfect path to get up. And, you know, then it's the one with the basically I always call it like the giant pit because I always approach from the top. And then there's the ruins in the back and it's all maze like or whatever. Right. But I remember playing that the first time with Peeler and then going through and doing side ops there. And it was always that I'm coming in and it's like. Fuck, I think, okay. And then, oh, shit, he yeah, sees the, him. The, the one with the tank was hard because it's in the middle. There's just, always <laughs> something that yeah. seemed to go wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? At the very end, and I'd have that or whatever. And then, like, last night, yeah, it just came in, and it was just pop, 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 pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, it helps when you shit. have a super leveled like, up yeah. silent sniper rifle. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And like, even not, not even. I got a freaking MG, an SMG. You're with missing the... the point of the story. I'm saying yes. Coming back <laughs> yeah, hours yeah, later yeah, to this yeah, thing that sure. was like, I remember being yeah. challenging, and now it's just like you fucking wipe out everybody. Yeah, I, I and that's fun. That's the, a good. The moment. best thing about the game, the best compliment I can give it, is that it makes you feel like so many times like you feel like a badass or whatever. But when you're early on in the game, or where even where I'm at. When you face a hard level and like you're sneaking, you're like, I don't know how the fuck to do this. When you're there and someone's walking by, there is like, nothing like that stress yeah. and that tension you feel. Yeah. Where in real life, you're not moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like that's what you know. What video games doing good is when it's fucking with you in real life, dude. At you least know? you don't have like when you go home now to your place that you because you, you moved to a new place uh-huh. and no one's there. At least you got that. I got a wife and I love my wife. And I give her a lot of shit on the show, but she's an amazing human being. She doesn't get the video game etiquette, though. And especially when I'm sneaking around, trying it's to dark. Talk to you. She's trying to talk to me. She's doing the thing like, oh, gets up, walks in front of the screen as people are like, like right as I'm like trying to just cheat around a rock while someone else is walking yeah. this way. She just walks in front. It's boo And I'm like, God, woman. Ah! <laughs> um, yeah, that's but, what I love about Christine. Yeah, she gets it. She like, gets it. Last night I was sitting in bed playing it, and she's reading a book next to me. And so she... Just eventually, she's like, "So do you have to listen to these cassettes for like the story for the for the game?" And I'm like, "Well, no. Like I already know a story. They give you a little bit more. You know, I've just been playing now because I want to clear them all off, but I do want to listen to every one of them. And I'm almost through." And she's like, "No, no. Do you have to listen like for a trophy tonight?" And I was like, "Oh no. Oh, you're trying to read a book. Sorry. Yeah, I'll t- <laughs> she can deal with like the grass and the helicopters and like there's no shooting usually. Right. Knock on wood. But like he- <laughs> hearing, yeah, Ocelot and Miller tell us what the fuck's going on in Afghanistan. She's like, "Do." Don't need to hear that right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. All right, That's guys. Worth, Moving on. Topic number two of the day is Super Mario Maker. All the right. Metal Gear Killer, we call it. It is the Metal Gear Killer. 
It, it killed me playing as much as I wanted to last night. I was going to say, this is the problem. It yeah. came out right, and we're still in a Metal Gear mode, but oh we have to God. play this game as well. So, have you played any Mario Maker? Not yet, no. Are you familiar with the, the yeah. Mario Maker It looks freaking stuff? awesome. Holy shit. Right. It is such a good game. Yeah. And the thing is, it is a game. I am very happy with how much they have made making a game a game. Like, actually making the courses and stuff and having, like, the way that they teach you how to do this sure. stuff. The first time you boot it up and, like, you you have to make a stage and yep. the way that they teach you, it feels like a video game. Even creating the stuff feels like it. And I love that. And then you play the levels and it's like, this is fucking Mario. And the subtleties that they add and, like, the people. I am obviously very hardcore Mario fan. Mario is probably my favorite franchise ever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is... This does to Mario what Smash Bros. does to Nintendo in the sense that this is like a museum and history of Mario in one thing. Yeah. And all the different options you can do for all the, the different gameplay styles. With, with There's Mario 1, Mario 3, Mario World, and New Super Mario, Wii U or whatever the fuck. Um, the differences between that stuff. This game is so much deeper than I gave it credit for. Mm, interesting. That's off my, my first impressions. What do, you, what do you think about that? Deeper? Yeah. Than what you thought it was? Mm-hmm. I'm st- I am don't know. I don't know what I thought it was. You know what I mean? I, I played it at events here and there, obviously. And when you're playing at events, it's just like, oh, it's Mario. Okay, drop and do stuff. It's easy, whatever. But to sit down, and, you know, Christine and I streamed on her channel the other day and played for like five hours, something in a row. You know what I mean? Or in a row. Uh, I don't know why I <laughs> sat there and played it. You know what I mean? And it's a weird game because I'm playing it and we're doing all the Nintendo, you know, you have 10 live things where you're playing the Nintendo made stages. The Mario, the 10 Mario challenge. Thank you, yeah. Enjoying that, jump in to create stuff. And my, I think my disconnect was, I never ever played a Mario and thought, I wish I could make a Mario stage. Yeah. So when I jump into like now create, it's like I don't one how no. It's like I try. I basically I just keep going in because I want to unlock everything because I want it all to be there. Because eventually I'm going to have this idea of like, oh, what if I you know I do want to do something so just have it all there. But playing it, it was. A weird first impression, because I jumped in expecting what we got in our Mario Let's Play, where when Nintendo passed us the controller, there was all those courses lined up to play. And that isn't there. There's no menu that has that. Those levels are that are built by Nintendo are built into the 10 Mario Challenge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so when I figured that out and I was playing through those, I was like, oh, this is great. How much fun. Okay, cool. And then it was, well, we went on to you know play random levels, played a few of those, like they're hit or miss, whatever. And then it was like, wait, Jer- Drucker tweeted. So we went and found Drucker's level and played that, and it was punishing and brutal and he fucking sucks and we, I, but I played it I played it for like 45 minutes so I beat it on the stream and then it was like that's awesome and somebody's like Miles from Rooster Teeth just pulling up I'm like fuck let's and like we went that way and fell down that hole of like playing Miles playing Jeff from Giant Bomb playing, you know what I mean like yeah. playing all these people that we knew and stuff and I was like that's really fun and a weird thing happened where stream ended Went to Eric Castro's house that night, our friend, of course, master bartender from Follow the Leader. He had just bought it. We played it where we passed the controller and like seven people who were there drinking, having fun. Where Sony dies, pass the controller and try yeah. the next one. And I remember during the stream I had said, this is fun, and it strikes me as Mario Kart for the Wii. Mm-hmm. Which Mario Kart for the Wii was, I love Mario Kart. Mario Kart comes out for the Wii. It was my birthday, so I had bought it, and then we had a whole bunch of people over the house. Popped it in, played it for a weekend, and never touched it again. And I, that's what I said this felt like for Mario Maker. And the weird thing is I woke up the next day after Eric Castro's and I was hungover as shit. And I was like, 
kind of feel like play- I was I had planned to play Metal Gear and do S ranks and stuff. I'm like, kind of feel like playing Mario Maker. And I popped it in, and then I was like, you know, fuck it, let's see what the community is. And I jumped into community levels, and they all were terrible. Yeah, I tried to do the hundred Mario challenge, which is the one where they dr- they bring in Random sixteen levels. levels or whatever from it, and you can hold the minus button and skip a level without losing a life. And I found myself doing that so much, and I'm like, this is a shitty way of doing this. Yep. This is a discovery method nightmare. So, I mean, the game has many flaws. Yeah. It's just the way the Nintendo designs games is different, and I feel like this is a perfect example of a lot of that. Um, but the good stuff's in there. You just got to avoid the, the bad sure, stuff. Sure, and right? I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that to be the note. I leave my impression. Oh, on. yeah, no, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, I mean, but I, I even came away with the same thing, where it's like, yeah, the 100 Mario Challenge is dumb. The 10 Mario Challenge is Great. awesome. Yeah. But what you were saying about the levels not being unlocked or whatever, it's weird that they did it this way, but you just need to play the 10 Mario Challenge over and over and over, and then you unlock all those levels that But way. where are they? I don't even know. They, they go to that, the course. You, you can save, anytime you play a level, you can save it. Uh-huh. So once you play it, like, it's but where safe. do I find it? There's, I, I don't. There's, See, I, mean, there's, I, I, there's I know a, that there's that menu there. we saw. It's yeah. wherever you save all your your levels. Like, okay. it's, you have a your levels thing that you can save them all, and from there you can save worlds. So you can make a whole game with it. Yeah. You can like name the levels one 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 two yeah, one three, yeah, yeah. four, and then have a world one folder, and then it goes in there. And so then you can make the whole game. Um, what really got me though was going online and. Instantly realizing 99% of these suck ass. Yeah. Like, that's just... But that's people, right? People are dumb, and they do these levels that have no real thought put into it, and that's that's it. But then when you look at the featured ones and the, like... Featured creators. Yeah. Th- did you play around with that at all? I went to. I mean, I went to the most popular, or whatever they were at the time, and they were all like the fucking Rue Goldberg machine. Yep. And I was like, all right, well, this isn't even a Mario level. So, well, that's the thing. The, the biggest thing going on right now is people make these elaborate levels. Don't that, touch anything, and yeah. you start, and you just move around and like, like motion springs are yeah, bouncing yeah, yeah, yeah. them around and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like you don't need to play at all; it just kind of bounces them through the level. Oh, that's fun. It looks really cool, but you can just watch a YouTube video of it. Sure. You right. Know what I mean? <laughs> like you don't need the right. game for this. Sure. But what's cool about that is the 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 level design. You know what I mean? Yeah. And seeing yeah. that. And as that's what my as, first. That's what my brain kind of goes through. Is like, oh, I make a level where you just start and then you slide and that's it. And then everything yeah. else is just taken care of by the person. I mean, and that's mean. that's what it is. But then they add all these like crazy hazards, so it looks like he's in a lot of danger, but like it's not because it's a predetermined mm-hmm. physics thing. Right. And what's cool about that though, like watching them, it's like, oh, this is dumb because that's all it is. But it's like then you start to understand on a deep level the like the limitations of the game and how the game works and the cool things you can do. Yeah. So then when you you make your own levels, it's like, all right, that pushed him this way. If I do this. That's how the game will play, right? And you see that being put into some of the like expertly created levels sure. in the the featured thing. So the way they have it set up, it's like there's different playlists uh, of things, and all the popular ones are those Rube Goldberg things. But the uh, which, by the way, what's the who is that guy? How come he, he gets made credit? the machines that never? I mean, it was like an art style of machines that never that have constant motion. Yeah. Okay. He gets a lot of credit for this. Well, shit. he deserves it because he's good. Did it. Good for him. <laughs> um, but then there's the the ones that I got really into was the featured creators because mm-hmm. then you go into them, they have the different styles and stuff, right. and then you're like, oh shit, these are the guys that are making real levels and like real challenges that have thought and designed. How do you get to be one of those guys? Things. You you just it just makes them really good. And everyone just yeah. uploads it, and uh, it's cool because there's like a bunch of guys up there that I was like. I'm like bookmarking this. I'm gonna yeah. like, oh, yeah, like yeah. keep going back to this guy because they make that easy. That was I think I favorited all our friends, and I've gone back and Drucker's made more, and Jeff's yep. made more. It's like, oh, okay. So it's like it's definitely a community thing, and it's definitely a game that's gonna grow over time. Like you, I have no interest in making levels myself. Yeah. Like it's just not my interest. I would love to mess around, make some stuff with Nick, and then just have us play. You know, <sighs> it's gonna be very phallic. Yeah. I feel like I want to make a level that's just one just owed to penis. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> No, there's got to be people out there that have. I want to make yeah. one. In my first, my brain there's, just there's thinks been of penis like levels already. making, 
Like, can you have <laughs> mushrooms float in space? Because I'd like to make just a giant penis with the mushrooms. And you can only get a few of them. You know, you can't get yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, you can make mushrooms sit there. I mean, Mike Drucker spelled that fart in coins. Perfect. Yeah. Then I'll do coins. I'll do a big well, No, you can do – I mean, like, that was the thing, you know, the, the reference to what I was saying, too, is, like, you know, my favorite thing – and what I was so stoked about is I wanted to play everything in the Mario world, you yep. know, lens. And that's not unlocked at the get. I guess that's one of my things I got to get as I go through. Wait, what when you mean? make the levels. Right. Yeah. So Super I, Mario I, world? Oh, you want to do it in Mario world style. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But like, so I'm playing on day one and nobody had that unlocked yet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I was playing this in, on Friday, infancy of what's happening. So don't get me wrong. I'm like brushing it off that it's all garbage. I know creamerize the crop top yep. and you never eat a pig because a pig but, is a cop but there is a or better lot. yet a terminator oh my God. But, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, <laughs> yeah trying to play me out as if my name was Sega oh, but yeah. I ain't going out like oh no punk God. bitch <laughs> that was good though I damn do. you know too many lyrics I know Dude, you know, we were, I was playing fucking uh, Genesis yesterday I was like oh, I'm in this big Genesis oh. kick right now I thought he meant playing yeah, Genesis know, right? no 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 I'm sorry I was playing some of the, the, Phil, the, Collins Phil Collins uh, yeah group ex Peter Gable group and you just started singing one of the songs, and I was like, "This is literally the Jamie Kennedy, a... big fan of Genesis." I it was like, "It's the third time ever." It was like not even like one of their popular ones. It was one of their like obscure songs, and you knew it. I don't know which one it was. Yeah, but no, I mean, I'm re- I know that there's going to be more, yeah. and there's going to be better, and like you know what I mean. Like, and that's that was what was so amazing is the levels we did find that were awesome. Mm-hmm. The level where you know you start off as Zero Suit Samus, and then you get the power up, and you're in the Metroid suit, and you're running I'm like this is fucking awesome. And I was like, I kept trying to shoot, and I couldn't shoot. And I was like, oh, that sucks, but I'm like. Somebody's gonna figure this out soon enough. Yeah, with fireballs. Make, well, so know. that's that's what's interesting. I do think it's a big problem of how much crap there is, uh, but for just general users because yeah. they're not gonna understand how to do a lot of this stuff. But when you look at the featured creator stuff and the things they're doing with all that amiibo support, yeah, and the fact that the amiibo support you don't even need the amiibos, you unlock the stuff through the game. And yeah, it's yeah. just like there's like hell of characters. Any Nintendo character is playable in this game. And that's amazing. And to see the things that people are doing, I was playing a Mario Kart level because Mario like Mario in the cart is one of the things with all the sound effects and stuff. And it's just a level that's based on like um, using the um, like what are those things called? They're like escalators? Oh, like treadmills. Treadmills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just you go really, really, really fast. There's like ramps and stuff. And it's like it starts feeling like Mario Kart even though it's the same physics as yeah. Mario. Yeah. And so that's insane. And then playing like Metroid levels or playing Donkey Kong levels where you're Donkey Kong and there's vines everywhere. And it's just like, man, these motherfuckers are remaking the... Mario 64 levels in 2D. And that was the thing when they announced it of like, I, I've already lived this with Little Big Planet where they put out Little Big Planet and there was a bunch of crap and then people started getting the feel for it and then they started breaking it and expanding it in the way of like where Little Big Planet 2 was, all right, let's make, you can make games, right? Because you were already doing that you broke the tools in a way to do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so like mm-hmm. what people are going to do with this is amazing. And I can't wait for it. And that's why it's exciting and why I'll, I will, like I'm talking about, it, I have itch to go back today. I'm calling it live, right? Uh, somebody in the chat was like, you should play one of our, le- my levels. And I was like, Oh yeah, maybe we will. And then they sent over the thread from kind of funny.com slash forums where all the best friends have posted it. And I'm like, this is a let's play series right here. If not, a, you know, I mean, like, I want, we're doing let's plays tomorrow. Let's do it. And then if we don't do them all, let's do stream. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'd rather play the stuff from people I know. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's that's the cool thing is like, all a lot of our friends on Twitter are making levels and doing that stuff and seeing these future creators that I'm now now I'm gonna follow on Twitter because I like I'm like you you're fucking cool. Yeah, it's definitely something special. And beyond that stuff, like the I'm a Mario nerd. I love all the, the Mario games and I can tell you the differences between them and like the physics and like why it feels different or whatever. And I love that this game did that because early on it was just Mario Maker or Super Mario. Which one is it now? It was just it, it was just Mario, Mario Maker. Mario Maker, yeah. And you could switch between the 
the place that, uh, original Mario or New Super Mario U or whatever. Yeah. But it didn't change the physics and it didn't add all the different types of jumps. Oh, so now stuff. it actually feels like those different games. So now Mario 1 feels like 1, 3 feels That's like crazy. 3. It has different jump arcs and like uh, World has the, the spin jump. So does New Super Mario Bros. U. It has the wall jump. So it's like the levels aren't just, it's not just the way it looks. It's the gameplay is different. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that was what was weird. Can you still switch between them so on the fly or you, no? You can switch between them, uh-huh. but there's some limitations and some things don't exist in the, yeah. the other stuff. I think some levels seem like they lock it, right? Because when we were playing Miles' level from Rooster Teeth, uh, Christine started and died, and then I did it, and I died a little bit later. And then she came back and tried to pick up a turtle shell and died. And I was like, I don't think you can do it in this version of the game. And Miles tweeted back at us because he was watching. He's like, yeah, you can't. That's the whole reason I chose this, because I don't want you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fascinating. Well, yeah, so Mario 1, you can't pick up the yeah. turtle shell, but you can in the other ones. Yeah. But Mario 1's the only one that has the amiibo support and like the different uh, sprites and characters yeah. and stuff. And it's just, it's cool, the the rules within each of those different things. Now, as a super hardcore, like, nerd dude that loves the the, the history of this stuff, yeah. they went back and they added stuff that wasn't in the original games in the style of the original games. So, like, the original Super Mario didn't have booze, the, the ghosts, but now it does, or chain chomps. But they did them in the 8-bit style of Mario 1. Mm-hmm. Or there was no ghost house levels in Mario 1. Now there's a ghost house with its own soundtrack that is... Similar in feel to the Super Mario Bros. 1 music, but it's a ghost song, you know? Or Super Mario World never had an airship, but it has a Super Mario World sounding airship gotcha, song. Gotcha, gotcha, And it's just gotcha. like, these little things, I'm like, holy shit. Like, there was so much thought put into it. Now, are there people actually making, like, games? So like, designing levels to a point where you would actually be like, this is, a, so like, 20 levels makes a game. This is where my bigger critique of the game mm-hmm. comes into play. And I think a lot of people are mad about this. And it's it's upsetting when you think, like, initially. But I think then later when you realize what this game is, this game isn't about making a game. Sure. It's about making levels. And that is really determined by the fact that there's not checkpoints in, in this. You can't put a checkpoint in a level. Sure. So Mario World was based on checkpoints. Like, those levels were huge with all these sprawling paths and stuff mm-hmm. because halfway through you could... You know, right. whatever. And then games are designed where the game over levels teaches you mechanics so that you know how to use them in the, the yeah, harder right. levels, right? This game isn't made for that because the levels can only be so long. Even if you have, like, doors and warp pipes and stuff, they can only be so long and there's no checkpoints. So they they don't have enough time to teach you how to use the different mechanics, in one level. Right. Right? So what this game... So I you're think saying is like doing, progression is just a little... It's too hard given the tools. Yeah. And I mean, people are going to do it. People are definitely... They sure. already are putting series of levels together. They're like, oh, if you play all these, it's a game. But I think that the, that's almost mis... I mean, you can do whatever you want. But like, I feel like that's misusing this tool set. Because this... And playing the Mario... Uh, 10 Mario Challenge really kind of propels this as a, a theory where it's supposed to be... Each level is supposed to be a small challenge mm-hmm. like each level is supposed to you need to learn how to beat the level and beat the level and overcome the challenge in that one contained mario thing. 10 is it, it, it and this almost sounds like a knock but it's not like it's like WarioWare, right in the way of like hey here's this you want, what the big challenge you're dying at is the big challenge of the game it's not mm-hmm. like you're gonna get past it and have, have another huge thing exactly and so that's the thing is it's like i was playing it i played through like four or five rounds last night yeah. of the 10 mario thing and every time it's different levels yeah and a lot of them are remixes of old existing levels, but with one real big challenge in it. 
And so it's like that challenge is the challenge. And then you beat that and move on to the next level. And for me, it's a little off-putting because it's like I want that Mario experience of like beating the game. You don't beat this game. You just beat levels. Yeah. You know? This feels like, uh, and from what I noticed from all the, the marketing material from, from this, uh, right off the get-go, I was like, this feels a lot like like a Mario version of Little Big Planet, mm-hmm. and, you know that you create the you can create your levels, but it almost seemed like when I was looking at it, it almost seemed a little bit more limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that, in that, uh, I mean, it is just the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, that it is just like smaller levels. I remember when I heard that there was no checkpoints. I was uh, I, I was wondering. It, it, it's not really. It doesn't seem like it's a full. It's meant to be like a you know typical mario game it seems like Epic it's just levels, yeah, yeah it's just supposed to be li- a, 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 a sequence of levels yeah which almost seems more like uh like mini games right i mean and that but that's kind of what it is but i don't think that's a bad thing and i think it's easy the, well, i can see how people would have a negative reaction well, the, but the it, thing right? is the, if they're what, expecting something like but that's the thing planet. is like when people hear what a game doesn't have that's the thing they jump on yeah and they're just like well why it doesn't have this but the thing to keep in mind is checkpoints if you're gonna look at that shit checkpoints weren't in mario 3 they weren't in mario 1 well that's what so here's that's what i'm saying is like if you're gonna break it down to the sum of its parts like the original mario games were just a bunch of levels kind of thrown together with the with some very thin veil of of story elements in there where you're <laughs> yeah, supposed to go save. Now, granted, we're not talking what story though; we're talking game. <clears throat> right, but to your point, like yeah, there is that there is that feeling of accomplishment as you're progressing through and as you're learning. Like you're very subtly being taught those new skill sets of how to over or traverse the landscapes mm-hmm. that you might not. I think are people not getting in this one? Is that what they're reacting no, it's to? What, I mean, what you're missing from Tim's thing is like the Mario Ten Mario Challenge. Perfect. Here's the big challenge. You've done it. Over, awesome. Mm-hmm. The levels I'm getting frustrated with when I play a creator's one is like I'm head into the wall over and over. Finally, I get over it, and guess what? Two steps later, there's a blind jump. You had no idea you needed to be running, so now go back to the yeah. thing you were running your head into. Run into that, that again. Get past that challenge. Then figure this next one. And is there gonna be another one? Probably, because this creator's a dick. Yeah, sounds like Mega it's, Man. It's not no, but it's, it's, <laughs> that's the thing though. It's not Mega Man. Mega Man. There's de- like philosophy put into it. There's design put into it. It's every challenge is. Uh, able to be beat. It's there is a clear answer to how to move on. Mm-hmm. What he's what Gray's talking about because this is what Mario Maker is right now. It's a bunch of people that are making levels that aren't fun at all. It's like why would you even do sure. that? There's like how good are you? This is your skill test. Yeah, like, fucking blade. Then there's levels that are just like spelling things out with coins. Yep. There's the Rube Goldberg things, and then there's these levels that are just there's danger everywhere, and it's not <laughs> it's not a game. It's just hell. It's just fucking. Bullshit. I'm just gonna fucking put a bunch of shit everywhere and like see what the fuck happens. And it's like that's not fun. There's no design there. It's just a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and do those pop up in the ten Mario ch- Mario challenge? No, the, the, the 10, Mario the, the Mario challenge ones are made by Nintendo. Okay, and like they're not hard. Some of them are. Some of them, some of them are. aren't. But but a reasonable challenge, not hard for the sake of being. I guess like challenge might not even be the best word because like we're saying it has one big challenge, but it has one. There's it has a, a gameplay element. There's something about it that it's like, oh, this is the point of this level. This is the design of this mm-hmm. level. It's a succinct sentence, whereas these some of these created levels are a paragraph. Yeah, where you can get lost in the paragraph of what the point is. Yeah, it's really interesting because what you're talking about is is at the core of what Nintendo's best at doing. Right, which is making a first-party game that is a piece of art, 
Mm. It's so well done and so perfect in its simplicity that it just has that addictive quality that makes you want to keep replaying it and keep progressing through the game. And what you're describing to me, and I haven't played Mario Maker yet, I'm assuming we will this week at some point, is the opposite of that. It's the raw tool sets and empowering people who maybe don't have that skill level Mm -hmm. and who don't come through from that amazing school of that lineage of art that Nintendo mm-hmm. has has uh, cultivated throughout the years that can then go forth and present that sort of gameplay to people. Well, so what I think is really going to be awesome to see from this is the fact that Nintendo is like it, one of the most protective of its IP. You know, they they don't let other people make Mario games. You know what I mean? Sure. And um, so, so far, it's always been Nintendo making these things. They know how it works. There is rules, and they follow these design rules and stuff, and that's why the games are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's really going to be interesting is to seeing the people, like, not the people that are just fucking around, but the actually talented, skilled people make levels that are outside the box of Nintendo, mm-hmm. that are even weirder, that are a little bit more edgy, that have more, like, just, like, wouldn't... Do things that Nintendo would do because they're either too challenging or not, you know, mainstream appeal and all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's going to be interesting to see people when they are just designing one little level right. with one idea behind beating it. Right. And uh, I mean, I had so much fun just messing around, and it's just like just seeing the Mario Kart thing. I was like, oh shit, yeah. you know. And like the Metroid one, like it's not just oh you're the Metroid character and or whatever, like just going around. It's they're designing a Mario level to play like a Metroid game. Mm-hmm. So the map is this just giant labyrinth of Mario stuff, but you go and you can't get through because there's enemies that you can't go through, so you're going to need to get the fireball. So you have to go back and find the power-up. You get the power-up, mm-hmm. then now you can go through this wall. That's awesome. So you start nice. playing it like a Metroid game. And there's a Mega Man level where it's you play as Mega Man, and it, it plays like more like Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Now, it's still Mario, sure. you know, but it's just the design of it. Changes the way you play Mario, that's and I think that's what's the most exciting thing to me. I think this this does sound like something that because you were saying that each each game is is a piece of art in itself, and I think that like this is sort of that that because this is very innovative for them. They've never done anything like this yeah. from what I can remember, and, uh, and yeah, it's, actually, I mean, it's like it's like if like to, to put it in terms of movies, like Chris Nolan is very much yeah. like it's a Chris Nolan film, right? Yeah. It's like a Batman film. It's perfect from start to completion. It would be like if he gave everyone in the world a camera and just took a bunch of footage and decided to make a movie like you know what i mean like it's it's so out there and it's so breaking with their philosophy which is mm-hmm. why i'm so so surprised that i mean obviously everyone's gonna love it it's gonna be huge but it's surprising that they did it to begin with mm-hmm. for me yeah i mean it is and it's but i think that it's time for it like i think this is like sure you know we're on the 104th new super mario bros game and it's just like it's getting to the point where i think with this this is finally the like all right now there's a mario game that never ends but to me, the most important thing to, to come to grips with is that this isn't a Mario game. This is a Mario level game. And I think that's a great thing. And it's just a different frame of mind to go in and to think about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm I am addicted to it. Well, I feel like... And I wish that it wasn't when Metal Gear was out. Yeah. And that's like... the big thing. It's like, yeah, I don't know how to transition between But the, the good two. thing is, this won't go away. Greg, you've yeah. played 95 hours of one Which of them. Which means I'm really close to platinum. <laughs> Not really close, but I'm closer to platinuming one. And, and there's also a whole bunch of, like, just hidden Nintendo shit that you're like, they went above and beyond with this game in a way that I was like, what the hell? There's like disco lights and all the weird sound effects <laughs> and all the like random things. You come out of a pipe and like this holy light comes down and it's like, oh, and like all this shit. There's just fun, weird designs that change the game. It changes yeah. Mario yeah. like completely. And you see that in the, the hundred or the 10 Mario challenge where you're playing through. And from that, it teaches you the things that are in the game. And I'm just like, man, 
There's so much I didn't know about this. Right. But the most important thing that everyone needs to know is the fact that this game is loosely based off Mario Paint, which was one of the best Super Nintendo games of all time. And I loved that. Did, have any of you played Mario Paint? Yeah. I mean, okay. it a long it's time a, ago. It, no. So it had a mouse. <laughs> and like, I didn't have a computer, but I had this shit. And it was essentially just a paint program, but it yeah. had Mario. There was also MS Music paint Maker. Was, yeah. yeah, exactly. There's all this different stuff. And I was just in love with the game. And the entire interface is based off Mario Paint. And I remember I was talking to my mom and I showed her a trailer of Mario Maker recently. And like, she's convinced that Mario Paint is like the reason that I'm where I'm at in my life now. She's like, <laughs> it taught you everything. You were creating things. You can make your own music. Like, she's just, you know, That's such cute. a mom That's about really stuff. <laughs> um, but I'm like, no, mom, there's a new game coming out that looks like that, but it's called Mario Maker and you make Mario games. And she's like, like that just what a blew time her to be mind, alive. You know? To be to be fair though, this is an amazing product to put out in the marketplace, and it's very similar to when I start teaching myself After Effects, right? Because there's a level of complexity to it. Where you're like, I can't master this thing in one day. I got to really dig in, and that's what it's, it's fascinating to me is going to, going in and seeing not now, but like six months from now when people have figured out how to put that fireball. Yeah, uh, in Samus's hand, right, and figure yeah. and really figure out how to almost mirror that experience yeah. to a level where you're like, do they fucking like crack the game? Well, but even more than that, so there's going to be that level. But what I think is super cool is the target audience of this game, which is kids. Like, kids are going to be thinking about game design, mm-hmm. you know, level design, and thinking <laughs> about this stuff and being taught it without even realizing they're being taught it. Yeah, but can you imagine though, like, if you're a kid and you make a, one of the best levels that's like upvoted? Like that could actually put you on a career path to working for Nintendo on some level. Yeah, you know that'd be. But you're like, did I make the best level on Mario Maker? Hold on, I got, I got to go for a second. All right, sorry. You want to take a pause? Yeah, taking a pause. All right, we're back. All right, talk about Mario Maker and Mario Paint. So my mom's all proud of me. I'm thinking there's gonna be kids that doing all this stuff. That's that's great. But more important than those dumb kids is the fact that Mario Paint had a (laughs) mini game called Nat Attack, where if you went and you clicked on this thing, there'd be these like gnats that fly around, and you have the mouse, and you, you like click and you kill them all. Dude, I like, remember that. There's like, there's like boss fights and stuff that come up, and I'm just like, I need this shit. Because in Mario Maker, the save machine is the same save robot from Mario Paint. All the music's the same. It's like all the, it's just Mario Paint, but modern. And I'm like, well, if there's no goddamn gnat attack, then yeah. I'm screwed. Last night, I left my controller alone, and I was just doing something else. I was on my phone, and I looked up and I saw flies flying around. I'm like, Oh my god! And I went and I clicked on it with the stylus. Launches the fucking Nat Attack game in HD, and wow. I lost my goddamn mind. That's awesome. That's so yeah, awesome. Leave your I, and then I looked at it later. If you leave your controller alone for like fifteen minutes, flies come. Or if the, if you get like the dark Venus flytrap or piranha plant, and like shake it, flies will pop out. But anyways, <laughs> do it. It's worth it. I love Nat Weird. Attack. This topic has been brought to you by DraftKings. Put your fantasy skills to the test starting Sunday at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where you can kick the season off by winning $2 million. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. This isn't fantasy as you. Usual. This is DraftKings. This is my favorite part. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code KINDAFUNNY to play for free for a shot at part of $10 million in Sunday's Millionaire Maker event. Enter Kind of Funny for free entry right now only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Code. I forgot to do it even though you approved it as my legal counsel, but I'll do it this week. I'm going to go win. A st- I'm going to go win myself. Ten- I'm not giving you $10 million, but I'm going to win. Can I have $1 million of it if you win? If I win... 
No, you can't. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was gonna say, at what point? How much? How many millions of dollars do I have to win to give Nick one? I'm like, nah. There's like way more than ten. Hundred <laughs> million. Hundred mil. Sure, I'll give you. I would I'll have. Yeah. Million. Yeah. Millions for everybody. <laughs> All right. Topic three of the day is Pokemon Go. Yes. Is everyone familiar with Pokemon Go, Nick? I'm familiar with uh, like Tomb Raider and Hitman Go. Okay, this is not that, this, but they it's did similarish. Is it a lightweight not at all. mobile version? It's a mobile, mobile Pokemon, isn't it? <laughs> ring, ring. That's let uh, me check the phone. Yeah, it's truth calling for you, Tim. You better take good. It. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, what's funny about that though is the uh, Square Enix Montreal Nick Nick Verge, who's the fucking homie. Mm-hmm. He made an image of Laura versus like Pokemon. And like in the Pokemon Go stuff, it was funny. So obviously, Pokemon's not made by Square. No. Okay. So Pokemon Go is a new game that they announced to kind of. Uh, I mean, it's not the it's not for the twentieth anniversary of Pokemon, okay. but it, it will release during the twentieth anniversary of Pokemon. I have a feeling they're going to do something as well okay. to celebrate that. But it is a augmented reality game for mobile phones. So this is Nintendo's like real big first step into mobile games, but not one of the five DNA games. Yeah, this is not DNA. This is made by... I might be messing up some of these names. Um, It's a company called Niantic. N-I-A-N-T-I-C. They were owned by Google for a while. And now they're not. They're here in San Francisco. Yes. And so they're doing stuff like with Nintendo. They're making this Pokemon game. And it is a... It's a mobile game where you catch Pokemon in real life. So it's one of those that uses your camera and you kind of look around the environment. So, oh, there's Pikachu. Yeah. And Pikachu's out there trying to Does score blow on the side. Okay, so not much is known about this. Right now, there's been one trailer for it. And it, was it dope. blew the internet the fuck up. Like, the trailer has something ridiculous. It has like 15 million views, mm-hmm. which for, for video game trailers... Suck it, night with the series. <laughs> yeah, right? Why don't you make a Pokemon series? I know, man. Pokemon the series. Like coming that. out of the ball. Starring huh? me as Pikachu. I like that. <laughs> Pikachu! Pikachu doesn't go in the ball. But, so, the thing with this, though, is the that the trailer they released is is really... Like, 14 million views on, on a, a video game trailer thing is like, that's... For a mobile game like, well, best, that doesn't yeah. have Kate Upton on a horse. Exactly, right? So the trailer, it was like three minutes long, and it was so amazing. It's just it start, it's very stylized, a lot of like big white text on the screen, and it's like, imagine if Pokemon was in real life. It almost made it look like, like a heads-up display or something. I was actually very confused when I was watching. I was like... Like yeah. ob- obviously the game's not going to be like this. What's I mean, the game actually so, going to be so like? So that's the thing. And then at the very end, they show and it's just like the two guys on the screen. Kind of, yeah. so, okay, so that's the thing is that you look at this and as gamers, we all are instantly like, all right, what's the gameplay? You know, because <laughs> this this is the equivalent of something even worse than a CG cutscene trailer. You know, this is people in real life doing shit. Like you see people like throwing balls and shit. It's like you're not really going to be fucking doing that. <laughs> um, but you see the trailer is just like adults walking around and. They'll like pull out their phone and like there'll be like a map of where they're at and then you see that there's a Pikachu nearby and you look and then he uses his camera and he's all like doing his thing and then like in you see the Pikachu running around and stuff and like they throw the ball and catch him and stuff and then there's like it cuts to like families and they see a Charizard in the field and like there's all this shit going on and then it, the climax of the video is they go to Times Square. 
I'm like I can't believe nothing happened there. I, I was waiting yeah. for him to catch it, but he's too enraptured yeah, in your climax, story. And usually, that at least get <laughs> no, you looking I'm, at Kevin. I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting trying ready to. to <laughs> I'm trying to decipher all the words that are coming out of your mouth because I know it's English, <laughs> but I just can't figure out. You know you're, everything. If I just you're said. stringing them all together, I don't understand. It's you not, you know these things. All right, so it climaxes with them in Times Square, and all the people in the trailer kind of come together, and there's just a ton of people around. They all have their phones. They're all holding them up, looking at the sky, and there's like a Mewtwo in the sky and Mewtwo's a very important badass Pokemon Nick <sighs> and you see all these other Pokemon fighting it and it's like there's like a timer like counting down and the health bar is going down so it's like well they beat him in time who knows and then like last second Spoilers, they beat him yeah. and then everyone's like ah going crazy and shit I assume they all caught they all get to catch him well, if they I, beat him maybe catch him or maybe just defeat him he might have been right. I don't. I don't know whatever they show the stuff and, and that was pretty much it they showed gameplay which just was an image of of a Pikachu standing in a grassy fucking field and Charizard, and it's just like it looks is, nothing like you want it to. There's like it seems like there's three parts to it, right? There's the collecting on your own, where you go around the world find these guys. There's the fighting other players. So mm-hmm. you and I are on a train. Our our before we blow Nick's mind, our phones let us know that we're close, and we're like, oh, we accept battle, we battle. Then the third part is yeah, there's these like events like mmo events raid party kind of things that happens now this is all happening on your phone of course yeah but let's say you don't want to carry your phone out of your pocket with you at all times mm-hmm. looking for these things what if i told you they were releasing alongside this mobile game mm-hmm. a peripheral that you wear on your wrist that looks like a pokeball and it looks like a Pokeball fucked one of the Google Map pins. <laughs> and it has a little friendship bracelet, friendship bracelet band that goes around it. And you could just wear this and tap it to do things in this game. Would you wear this? Would, would I wear that? Yeah. Uh, Can most... we do a video where we wear it for a week and we talk about it? Assuredly, no. I will not be wearing that or that thing that comes with Fallout 4. Okay, now first off, let's not throw stones at the Fallout 4 Pip-Boy. The I'm Pip-Boy gonna be is not going to be happening. I'm going to wear it on this house all day long. Make it. Okay, so going going back to it, here's Greg, the thing. You can wear clothes with this it. This is like the the announcement that people have been waiting for oh, forever. Oh, dude, yeah, totally. It's a Pokemon MMO. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. And the fact that it's real life and all this stuff, it's like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing ever. Except it's totally not going to be. It's not going to be what we wanted, and it's going to be disappointing. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool. But it's like, Great attitude yeah, about no, that. No, no, no. But, but here's the thing, though. Is people it's like Portillo looks like a dog leash. It That's could be game. awesome. And I feel like even though it's not going to be what we think it's going to be. Yeah. It could still be awesome. Yeah. And if it links to a Pokemon game, which they said they're going to try to do it and have that do stuff, if there's an actual game that I'm really playing and then this is all just extra stuff on top of it, that could be cool. But yeah. I don't want that. I want this to be a standalone awesome yeah. thing. Now, a little backstory on this. Niantic, the company that's making it, or with, with Nintendo, it, they already made a game called Ingress. Which now, we all remember, game of the year. Do, I mean, do you know anything no about this? No idea what the fuck Ingress is. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> no. Okay. I've heard of it before. It's a huge thing that like millions of people were playing. I don't know if they're still playing. Was it, it on the Vita? It was like no, 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 no. Uh, it was like 2013. It originally was on Android devices, so like Kevin was playing it with like his friends. Fucking nerd. Um, but the game has this really, really, really <laughs> complex science fiction like backstory thing. And if you watch the trailers for that, it's very similar to the trailer for this Pokemon thing, where it's like people are doing all this type of crazy shit. But it's like, all right, but what's really going on mm-hmm. now? The story of that game. Whatever, I don't really know, but the gameplay of it is there's portals that come up, and there's different factions that fight over control of the portals. So you kind of become people that you take this side or this side, and you go to the portals, and like it's a like king of the hill. 
but in real life. Now, the portals are all based around real-world locations. So, like, the ferry building in, in one of the videos is one of the portals. So, people will go and, like, they, if they check in there, then shit happens. And you look at your phone, like, there's, like, augmented reality bullshit and all that stuff, right? But what ended up happening here is it's this multi uh, – it's an MMO. So, people start doing metagames within that game. So, shit got fucking real. And there's portals in the middle of, like, fields and stuff that people were trespassing and doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing. And, like, people in real life were, like, fighting over this shit. And, like, they'd meet up and beat the shit out of each other. (laughs) There was arrests that happened over this. Like, this became, like, a real thing where there's, like, real money being put into it. And, like, people get obsessed with it and started creating this whole culture where they just created their own ecosystem of, like, this crazy storyline that became characters where it's, like, real-life role-playing. That's awesome. So that sounds crazy, right? Yeah. Now let's take Pokemon and add that to it. Let's make it a little safer for kids. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You know? I can't and wait that's why to... the Pokewalker thingy is the kid version. Like that thing's fine. It's because so that way there's not kids using their phones walking into the middle of the street looking at Google Maps and fucking dying. This thing will just fucking tell them what to do. They're still gonna walk they're in still the gonna street. walk into the middle. Well that's because they're kids and they're dumb. It's I can't wait Pokemon for it to get monetized, is what I keep saying. Because I can't wait for it to be monetized. McDonald's which won it, but let's uh, let's a Del Taco buys into it, right? And they just like, oh, now you get a fucking special Pokemon every time you come in here at Del Taco, kids. Yeah. So Ingress did it's... that. Um, but it wasn't so much like buy a thing. It was just go there. Yeah, go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like like um, Del Taco would do an ad buy with the game. And so it's like that would become a portal. So then people would go there. I'm already here. Might as well do Del Taco. Yeah, exactly. But what's cool is the idea would be depending on where you live, there's different Pokemon. So you can't catch them all. Just where you're at. Right. So that creates... It's just like... There's so many ideas with this that could be super cool. I believe the first game to do this was Mod Nation Racers on Vita, which also gave you unique items if you went in and used near around uh-huh. like the Statue of Liberty or the Eiffel Tower. Uh-huh. I never did it because nobody understood you near, but yeah. that could happen. Also, Mod Nation Racers on Vita was a disappointment and really hurt my feelings. But this is one of those cool things where there was a huge spike in Ingress downloads when this Pokemon... Oh, really? was announced people just because want to people, try it out. they're interested they want to see yeah. what it is now I, I watched a couple YouTube reviews of like pretty detailed reviews of this was it just game. Kevin hey everybody K-Man here to tell you what Ingress is all about <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't that um, but it's one of those things where I mean I'm not super into it but I can understand people getting lost in this and I think Pokemon might be that gateway drug that I'm like this is this is fucking cool it makes us all crazy the, the, the role playing of oh I'm just like Secret espionage person, and I'm part of this team that like, needs to beat this other team. Totally not down with. Oh, Team Rocket's out there, and I need to stop them. There's gym leaders, and I need to go beat them because I'm a Pokemon fucking master. Yeah, <laughs> hell yes. It's, when I saw it, I like you know uh, we were talking about this earlier uh, in the year where I was like I should play a Pokemon and actually give it a shot. And you're like try this one, and I hunted it down, and then it turned out it was on my bookshelf, and it turned out I've already played it and fell out of it. I'm like, well, not the best one to start with, but one definitely of the, the best one. To start but the with. one on a mobile phone, like maybe it's just my my first Pokemon. You know what I mean, kind of thing. And, and I mean that like in the like my first yep. whatever. You know what I mean, where I'm just doing it, I'm screwing around. We're all gonna, I'm sure you're gonna be screwing around with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're We'll go on trips and see stuff and pick stuff up. The interesting thing about this is it seems like it's going to appeal to gamers who've never picked up Pokemon before, is what I kind of got from this. Especially you look at the YouTube views, uh, 15 million or whatever. Well, that, uh, those are the people playing Pokemon. I mean, no, no, yeah. That, I mean, that's totally true. But yeah. like, uh, just think about it. You know, everybody has a mobile phone. And you're like, oh, hey, uh, hey, random person I work with, uh, there is, uh, who's not in the games industry? <laughs> Uh, there's this new game I'm playing, Pokemon game. Oh, isn't that for kids? No, it's hella dope. It's like yeah. geocaching, except you uh, 
Except you catch f- fictional monsters. Yeah. Now, so a cool thing <laughs> that you're kind of bringing up here is the way that this game is being marketed. I, just looking at it, it is being marketed at adults. It yeah. is being marketed at people that grew up with Pokemon. And yeah. the two dead giveaways to that are the fact that everyone in the trailer is an adult. There's no kids. And if there's a kid, they're not the one playing it. They're just with their dad playing. And only the original 150 Pokemon are yes. being featured. And but that's one of those things where it's like I'm not such a purist in the way that I feel like those are the only ones that matter. And but I know there's a lot of people my age that do feel that way. Well, those are the only ones that uh, that those people grew up with. Yeah, I mean they played that and they didn't really play. Yeah, the they other didn't play the other whatever. ones. Like uh, I didn't play Ruby or Sapphire, mm-hmm. uh, so I know all the ones from the original, but I don't really know any of them from that era. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like, but that, it, I mean, that's it makes what I'm saying, sense. though. It's like the marketing of that, like only seeing the Pikachu and Charizard and Mewtwo, and um, there's a whole bunch of other ones that were in it, but they were all with. OG ones. Yeah. So it's like I think that that's definitely saying something, and who knows if that's how it's going to end up. But this is very much a, this is not necessarily a kids game. Now the little device thing says otherwise, but that's awesome. A more adult Pokemon game. Or like it's not for adults, but yeah. Does it say? Does it say you? <laughs> does it say you have to have that little accessory? No, you don't. No, that's no, no, just, no totally. like, That's just a different just, way to yeah, little, yeah, bonus whatever. or whatever. I'm interested. They say microtransactions. I want to know what that's going to look like. No, well, mm. that's a disaster. I mean, that that's obvious, right? Like you're not near the Rocky Mountains, so you're not getting Geo dudes. I want a Geo dude. You know. Okay. Does that mean since I live in Las Vegas, we're only getting sand shrews? You're only getting sand shrews. Maybe if you find a cave, there'll be a shit ton of Zubats. Damn it. <laughs> but this is, I mean, I love this. Yeah, but I like also cool don't idea. like the idea of going outside. <laughs> You're thinking too hard. I, know, I mean, there's I going know. to be the random hard to find things, yeah, in the middle of the desert or whatever. But there'll be, to- uh, it's going to be, otherwise it'll be like, I'm sure it's it's going to be like uh, shit, Invisimals on Vita, and P- or ma- mainly on PSP, where they made a million Invisible games, where it was like, oh, you can use your same office every day, and I mean, I mean, really every fifteen minutes, and something's gonna pop. And you're, oh, you know, we know you've been playing long enough that you need to see something. So here you go. Yeah, and I just like it because we travel so much. Yeah, so it's like, oh, we're gonna see all the cool shit. And that's why I think we'll play it. It'll be something a dumb distraction while we wait in the airport. Yeah. I can't wait to have to convince Nick to take me places. I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna play this. This I sounds really want fun. Articuno, take me to Antarctica. I'll go to Antarctica. That'll be yeah, good. That'll be What's good. in Mexico? That's what I want to know. Yeah, what Pokemon would be in Mexico? Is there a tequila Zard? There's no tequila Zard. Blue agave Zard. No. No, we're going. We're gonna find out. All right. Yeah, we'll fun. at least we'll be able to clean up in the in the United States. Yeah. For sure. Come convention season, we go to like 18 different states, so we're good to go. That'd be dope if there was like certain regions. Like maybe there are the ones that pop up frequently throughout mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Like you can get a Pikachu Rattata's. no matter where you go. Yeah, Rattata. Yeah. Uh, you can get like Pikachu, Rattata, uh, uh, or Rattata. Caterpie. Uh, yeah, but yeah. How do you fucking say that? I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, Rattata? Rattata. I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zubats, and you find those like anywhere, but then like. Regionally, they're the ones that are just specifically like, like your legendaries, Magmar. the ones that you really want. Yeah, like the, yeah, we'll have magmars in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah definitely. That's <laughs> awesome. Tim. You need to just somehow figure out how to get like a login or do a login that you can share with the community on the forums, and just have everyone in the world catch just them get all. them catch them all. Gotta for catch you. them all, bro. You could like Let's think the, about all the, the places trailer that gave we have. Me fucking chills. Yeah, like it ends. You like it's real life, and the camera like zooms out, and the Earth's like spinning around. Just says, "Gotta catch them all." I'm like, "Hell yes, I do. Like, I really do." Must go to <laughs> this Italy. This is the Pokemon movie all over again. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> so fair good. Enough, fair enough. All right, uh, last my, topic of the day. Sorry, that might be my first Pokemon game. By the no, way, no, but see that I'm gonna play it. Uh, I don't know if it should be. I mean, right. there's definitely okay. not enough information to make that 
choice one way or another. But like, Jump this, it in. it's going to be different. Jump it in. It's going to be real different. All right. Last topic of the day comes from the Kind of Funny forums. Wow. Go to kindoffunny.com slash forums. Leave your games cast suggestion. Oh, wait. What was the actual? What's the URL? Do you remember? Kindoffunny.com slash forums. No, no, no. But there's kindoffunny.com slash gamescast topic. Yes. Did I make that? I did make that. You did. I? Yeah. And it'll you said it before it'll on the show. You right so there. Better yeah. Be there. Though I only I hesitate because I forget if it's topic or topics. I'm Kevin, can I'm we confirm that? It'll be a third. All right, cool. Whatever, said, whatever it, right it says now. here. It's been there for They're reading it. Kevin's a good guy and he does stuff. All right. This question comes from literally everybody. Whoa. How excited are we for Kingdom Hearts 2.8? So this thing just announced today. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2.8, which is Roman numeral 2.8, <laughs> final chapter prologue. I tell right? you, I'm excited about the game. I'm not excited about the title. Yeah. Classic <laughs> Square. My God. But the game, so the game is like <clears throat> versions of other games in the Kingdom Hearts, right? Games cast topic. Got it, Kevin. Okay, cool. Fix no it, Kevin. So yeah, it's another collection. So for a little bit of history for you, Nick, yeah. Kingdom Hearts... There's been a whole bunch of them, right, in sure. the series. There's only been two mainline ones, like numbered mainline ones. So there's Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2. Then there's a bunch of spinoffs that aren't necessarily spinoffs. They're just side stories that are actually part of the story. Don't fucking kill me in the comics. 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 Comments. Comments. Let me, I'll take it. How many um, have there been? Just ballpark? Overall? Yeah. I don't know. Ten? So to catch you up, there's been ten games and none of them have been good. No. Fuck you. I hate you so much. <laughs> Which one of them has Mickey Mouse in it? All of them. Then no, this motherfucker's all, all right. over the place. In the, you got Almost cloud. all of them. Cloud yeah. Sword <laughs> is replaced with one of those things where he grabs it and he pulls it on. It's a popsicle stick, but then it's a Mickey Mouse like ice cream thing. Oh, I love those at <laughs> yeah, Disneyland. You can yeah, lick them. Yeah. You're like Trust me, Cloud licks it all day long on this one. Hey. Everybody in this game is licking it. It really? Yeah. So, this sounds like my Kingdom kind of Hearts game. 1, they released Kingdom Hearts 1.5 sure. HD remix. So what? Okay, stop. I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. What type of game is Kingdom it's Hearts? It's an it's an action RPG. Okay. So, it just it plays <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so you no information found. No, no, cuz I mean I've seen I've view and it's all question marks yeah. in red and white. <laughs> So by action, so by action RPG, you're not like your characters aren't meeting, and you're not just you're actually no, doing what you have to do. No, it's not a turn-based fight. No, no, right. no. It's so, I mean, the gameplay. It's kind do you of, have a team of people? Do you get to be Mickey, and then you can pick Cloud? You, you're Sora in most of the games. Um, Who's Sora? This, it's a new. It's a Kingdom Hearts. Game. It's just you need to Kingdom Hearts. This is my character Roxas. Okay. My character Riku. They're the main characters you play as. Why are you looking at me? Just to see how much you're enjoying this. Oh, I'm loving it. So <laughs> I, like the, I enjoy the education. You play as these characters, and they go to different Disney worlds, and those are just like the, the storylines as you go through the different missions, right? Okay. Um, the game plays kind of like an an action game, like God of War. Okay. But instead of it just being the button commands, there is like there's a menu that you like key up the. You use the menu to decide which attacks you're doing. Got it. And um, but it it kind of plays like a, a God of War type game. <laughs> All right. And there's like some light platforming. And it's based in the Disney World, obviously. No, it's based in in its own world. But the Disney worlds are worlds in that world. Okay. Yeah. It's like makes total I, sense. They treat the worlds like <laughs> almost like traveling. World, obviously, no. <laughs> no. Almost like traveling in between no. like a multiverse or it's, something. It's like, That's really what it feels like. Imagine it as if they're different planets. So it's like it's the Disney universe, and they're like planets, and you you go between. The Traverse Town, which is the Kingdom Hearts world, mm-hmm. and then there's like Tarzan world and oh, Aladdin yeah. world. All of this makes complete crystal sense. clear. None of this crystal is clear. is confusing at all. <laughs> the games are the storyline is what I'm saying is not. So Kingdom Hearts Roman numeral two point 
Eight. Huh? Okay, yeah. So Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD remix, and then they released Kingdom Hearts 2.5 HD remix. Those were one and a couple of the other spin-offs. Do they, I don't think they understand how that works, <laughs> that process works. And then two and a couple of the other Admittedly, spin-offs. Admittedly, I don't really understand how they come up with like 1.0, 2.0, like 1.8. From the studio they you brought you. I mean? It doesn't make the sense. The naming, the naming doesn't make sense. But then so they announced this one, which is the 3DS game, mm-hmm. which is the prequel. It is the first game that takes place after two, officially. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of leads into three. So naturally it's 2.8. Coming. Naturally, but that that wasn't called that. That was called Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, but anyways, that's awesome. So that game is now finally going to be on consoles. Okay. So in addition to that, they're they're releasing, and I'm, I might be wrong about this, but it sounds like it's a HD movie that has to do with the new mobile game coming out called Unchained. It's called Kingdom Heart Backstory X. So Are you that's sure it's not Backstory Ten. I'm not sure. Actually, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what that is. We don't know yet. I, I legitimately looked at it and was like, "Is that uh, is that a backstory or whatever it is? Uh, Ten or X? yeah? No, I have no, uh, no, no, idea. no it doesn't clarity make to this. And then, then in the last thing, and this is the most exciting thing from this package is something, some new thing called I forgot what it is. But it's like Birth by Sleep point two <laughs> or something. It's point. It's like point. <laughs> Point zero two or something. I don't know. Like, I don't even random maybe it like is. that. I don't know, but it's fucking weird. But it's it looks like a. You know, I give you a lot of shit, Greg. <laughs> I really do. But I'm starting to feel bad about that. I'm starting to think that a lot of that shit should go to that side. Of no. The thing. <laughs> All right. So it's it looks like it's going to be a prologue to three, using the engine of three, and it has story elements and characters from Birth by Sleep, which is the PSP game, which is like a prequel to all of them, and it's good. So this is exciting. Now, what this tells me is that this is going to be kind of like the Ground Zeroes or the um, – what's another game that did that? The oh, Final Fantasy uh, 14. The Deuce Gran Turismo. The fuck. Gran Turismo, Prologue, yeah, yeah. Where it's like it's an extended demo of the game to sure. really kind of show it off and tide people over until the real thing But there's happens. a portion of it that's an HD remix of older games. Just – but it's uh, – just this one is a small portion. Okay. Very small portion. It's just one. It's the 3D game. 3DS game. So this is all leading up to, to three. Now, what's my thoughts on it, and am I excited for it? Not really. I mean, I'm excited for the movie, and I'm excited for this new prologue thing. But I, what leaked was Kingdom Hearts 2.9 a couple weeks ago. Is that still real? I don't know. I hope it is, and I hope that that is the collection of all of them together. Can you imagine this if they announced 2.8, and then like three weeks later, like also 2.9 is coming? <laughs> I'm waiting for 2.10. I just want that to come That's around. three. So... So that's the Are you thing. sure it's not like heights where you can go to like 2.11 and then at 2.12, that's when it changes over? Well, I, I'm not. And I don't know why all of a sudden now it's Roman numerals where a second, like 1.5 and 2.5 were the numbers. I want to be so badly a fly on the wall during well, those naming me. I have a feeling that like, Is there like someone. a language barrier or something that's causing this these I names? Think, <laughs> I think it's like a dude that's like, all right, who's, who in this room is coming up with the names? Oh, it's that guy? Hey. I dare you to come up with the dumbest name possible. People are going to buy it. All right, dream Drop Distance. It's like, ah! it's like, oh, it's the 3D game. So we're going to need three words that start with D. Has anyone got it? What's your favorite D word? Dick. No, we can't put dick in the title. Other than dick. Dream. Good. All right, I guess we'll go with dream. What about, what about the next one? Drop. Operation Dumbo Drop. Let's take drop. Oh, shit. We'll go drop. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like, I really do feel like it's the opposite, though. I feel like it's they're really serious about this, like to a fucking staggering degree 
and they probably excruciatingly go over every single title and try to find some sort of philosophy behind it. And that's what I want to know. What is the philosophy? What decision? Because, you know, we've all been in those corporate meetings before where we're like, we've just got people throwing out opinions to, to like justify having to have an opinion oh, sure. in this to be room. In the meeting. Right. To be in the meeting. So, like, is that oh. what it is? There's like 50 people in this meeting and like that's what they come to. There's like one dude who's like, let's just call it a 3D dream. And someone else is like, you know, it's got three in it, and D, we should really have three Ds. And then someone else is like, I like the word drop because of this other thing. And, like, because there's a CEO that's in. like, yeah. yeah. There's, and there's, like, a VP who's like, I don't really know any of what's going on with any of this stuff, but I'm just going to write it all down, and this is going to be what I present to the CEO later. And then it all just – is that how it happens, do you think? I don't know. I mean, it's none just, of it makes sense. But that's the thing. It gets, like, it gets noted Stupid to death. name aside, like, this is exciting, and I like that this is the closest we're getting to three mm-hmm. ever. And, like, it's going to be years until that game comes out. Why? and. Just, just because Why? it's big. I'm just so, glad we're getting something right now. It's been thing, how long? Cool. Ten yeah. years since the last since, one? Well, since two. Yeah, yeah, yeah There's yeah. been a lot of things in between. Yeah. But, uh, and they, they matter. They're yeah. just not, like, they're Birth, not numbered sequels. Birth by Sleep was arguably my favorite in the series. And I really amazing. enjoyed it. And that's it. why this is really exciting with uh, seeing Birth by Sleep parts <laughs> in the new engine. It's going to be fucking awesome. But anyway, I, I'm bummed because <laughs> I want this all the games on PS4. And I, I think it's super weird that... They released Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 on PS3 at the end of the PS3's life cycle, like overlapping with the PS4. And now they're doing all this hyping up for three. It's like they should have. And especially One when Final, when Final Fantasy X and X2 are also, they're released on PS3 and then on PS4. So it's like same company, same logic and same all that stuff. Right. And now they do 2.8. When 2.9 was rumored, it's like I have a feeling 2.8 is going to be this year. 2.9 is next year. And then three is the year after that. And it's like Square Enix, they want that money. That, that makes sense, but it's like <laughs> this just seems horribly complicated. But am yeah. I excited? Fuck yeah, I'm excited. Right. Hell yeah. Moving on, Greg. Also excited. I just like giving you shit. I know, I'm just fucking with you. It's better um, than Crash Bandicoot. I hate you so much. <laughs> it's not it's a salami fruit. sandwich. Brash Candipoot <laughs> asks <laughs> In your opinion, who is better, who's the better snake that, that you play as? Solid or big boss? Personality, combat, philosophy, mm. cool factor, etc. I find it interesting that four out of the mo- five most recent games have revolved around Big Boss. Does that affect your choices? I mean, that's the funny thing about it is I feel like, honestly, we know more of Big Boss than we do of Solid Snake, which mm-hmm. is weird. Because I think I feel more of an affinity to Solid Snake because Metal Gear Solid was this game that came out and changed my, you know, rocked my world and showed me what video games are going to be and all that crap. And then you got two, and you were Raiden. You know what I mean? It was that weird thing, like, fuck, but you got to see Solid Snake from the outside, and he was awesome. And then we got deprived of him in three, I felt personally, and Big Boss is fine and cool, whatever. But then four, you get to come back, and you have the fucking microwave scene. You have all these awesome moments with him, right? Yeah. Of like, you've But been... you're old. You know? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. So it's, I mean, really, you only played one game as Solid Snake. Yeah. The natural yeah. Solid Snake. Yeah, 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 exactly. I know. And that's that's why it's weird to feel, yeah, like... Yeah, you think about it, too. and you I mean, because it is that thing for that snake is interchangeable, right? And the fact of, like, when we talk about snake, then you have to really boil it down to Big Boss because really they're kind of the same guy in terms of, like, playing the game mm-hmm. and who they are and how they talk when it's all hater. You know so, what I mean? But that's like what's, that. what's interesting about this question I was thinking about. I've been watching a lot of, of dissections of the previous games, sure. and the point that I never really thought about is Big Boss has a personality that Solid doesn't have, like, especially in 3, where, <clears> like, there's scenes where he's smiling. Sure. Like, you don't see Solid smiling. Solid's always just kind of really confused and not knowing what's going on. Right, but that's because he's in our everyman's shoes. Like, he has, like, a whole thing built up off of, you know, 
Metal Gear, Metal Gear Two that we never really, you know, know. Like when, like when you get there and like Mei Ling and her terrible accents, like I can't believe I'm being hit on by the famous Solid Snake. You know what I mean? Like that, he's got like yeah, a whole thing. Your accent of that accent it was just yeah. Like, well, it's just I don't. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to do their racist yeah, version. Yeah, I'll do my yeah, own yeah, racist yeah, yeah, version. I think that was actually Star much. Wars racist version. <laughs> you, you sounded like the Ego Raptor version. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Oh, exactly. But what's what, what's interesting about that is Solid Snake was always really kind of the ladies' man. Like all the girls fucking loved him. Yeah. Like anytime he talked to a girl, they were like. He was flirting with them and, right, and right, that, right, but that right, was kind right. of, that was it. He was just fucking badass. I'm a fucking cool dude and I do cool things. Right, 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 right. Big Boss was a little bit more like just a guy. Yeah. Like, that, that well, was, yeah, and like three, like life. it starts off and he's just getting, he's not Boss, right? He Boss shows up and fucking totally schools him and just walks away from him and shit. Yeah. Who is he in three? The Big Boss. Personally, I'll, t- I'll talk, we'll figure so it later. Confused. We'll figure it later. Who is we'll he fig- before they call him Big Boss? Naked Snake. Naked, Naked Snake. Snake. Oh, he's Naked Snake. Yeah. And I saw a snake. They and gave him some clothes, snake. and that's when he became Solid Big Boss. Liquid. <laughs> now there's punished. So why? Venom. Yeah. We got the horn sticking out of his head. <laughs> I haven't played uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, but I can tell you from the experiences that I've had so far, uh, just based off of Metal Gear Solid Three, I'd say Big Boss. And the reason why is that last scene. Yeah. Can, can, sure. I, can I spoil the game? I mean, don't yes. don't spoil it. Just don't though. Okay. Of Metal Gear Solid Three. <laughs> I mean, we know what you're talking about. I know we're only yeah, going to yeah. ruin it for Colin, who's get right around the corner from and playing me. every one of I might games. go back and play Metal Gear 3 I mean, I'm just saying, like, that is like a, you a know, then. moment. You would yeah. know. Well, there's the, just that moment where he's he's there, and then you see, like, the, the tear rolling down his eye, and then you uh, see him salute, and the music is just blaring, and then every single time, every single time, I watched it on YouTube the other day, got choked up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. Is like that's That it, never happened that, in Solid. But that's the thing, though. 3 mm. had that story. 3 yeah, yeah, had yeah. was built building to that the yeah. other stories don't really do i mean even like four the end of four is kind of emotional like, it is it emotional. absolutely yeah. and all that stuff yeah. but but it's Wait, just the end of the end end the both well the end end i'm just like what the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah. happening can yeah, i go to bed i guess just the end i'm, not, I'm not a the fucking end. i'm the torso that came back to like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> but no like i mean that, that and that's the thing is like i do I feel like, and this is weird now talking about it because, like, we talked about in this episode how Big Boss is so quiet in Metal Gear Solid 5, right? That I actually feel like the Ground Zeroes into 5 Big Boss for me has tainted what Peace Walker and 3 were for Big Boss. You know what I mean? Like, Peace Walker for sure is, you know, you feel for this guy and you see how much this all still resonates with him. And you've, like, you're saying, he's. He smiled in before in three and had like a personality, whereas now he's like been beaten. He's had what he loved, terrible torn, torn away from him, right? And then he gets this moment of like fucking hope and he goes out into the world to do that and da da da. He's that awesome scene at the end when he's riding the fucking horse after metal. You know what I mean? Like there's all these great things for it. But yeah, now he's just this quiet dude who lets this dog lick his face and then hangs That's out with a quiet. Nice. Chick. Is that is that because Kiefer Sutherland? Was expensive, or did they just write it like that? I'm just wondering: is the Japanese version? Is he talking more, or no, is this no, just because? No, 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 no. It is what it is. Yeah, okay, like, there's a just, just wondering because I'm I saw sure on the Metal Gear Reddit the other day. They had a screenshot of an interview, and I'm not sure what where it's from, of like whoever the cutscene director is or whatever, where he's going through and. It's all captioned. I think it's true, but it's like because I haven't checked on it. But it's him basically saying that yeah, Kojima came to him and was like. I want him to talk less in this game, duh, and he laughed it off like a joke. And Kojima's like, "I'm not joking." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like it's just how they want the character to be in this. Yeah, game. Right. so it's such an interesting choice that right. I'll, I just don't understand. Yeah. But. Well, let me ask you guys this because you're the Metal Gear fanatics. Why, when I think Metal Gear, do I immediately think Snake? 
Well, like, because everyone's named for Snake. Solid Snake, but no, but yeah, Solid Snake. He was there first. He's just the first. And yeah. his, I mean, his name is like like you know Snake. It's synonymous, right? He, he, Metal he, Gear Solid. It's just like it just kind of feels right. Big yeah. Boss at one point was also Snake. He's just he, after he yeah. beat the boss. Is that spoiler? Yeah. Uh, he became Big Boss. Mm, he still yeah. is Snake, but he's yeah. not Solid Snake. People still call he's, him Snake. He's, in the, he's now he's punished snake. venomous. Anaconda snake. Yeah. Right. His anaconda don't want them. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it gets, it gets crazy. But they do still call him snake. Yes. No, they call him boss. They call him snake, but they also call him boss. Mm. But like, it's one die, of those like, like, moniker snake. things where he's snake. picked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. He has 10,000 names. Everyone in Metal Gear has 10,000 names. Cos Miller is also Benedict like, Miller is also I don't like playing a whole game as Revolver the sort of knockoff snake. Shalashaska. Knockoff snake? I don't like playing as the knockoff snake. I want to be Solid Snake. I mean, but what's funny is Solid Snake's the knockoff snake. Technically. Because <laughs> he's a clone of Big Boss. But I mean, with you. I mean, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Jafar- Jafakri asks, <laughs> why do trophies feel such so much better than achievements? We didn't have them for so long. They depri- they were, we were deprived of them. And now there's the mystery behind how many trophies you need to level up and what it all ma- matters and counts for. I don't think they do feel so much better. I think you just personally like them better. Not you. Like, no, I know what you mean. Like, the it's PlayStation like, it's community, literally we all the feel same. that way. We all feel that way. Yeah, it's the, the same uh, fucking... It's fanboy. But it's that weird... Exactly. It's that weird thing of I didn't give a shit about achievements when I when PlayStation didn't have them. I was like, they should. But when I play an Xbox game, I didn't care how many achievements I got. And then when as soon as I went to that... And I remember when they were announcing trophies, they come see the demo. I was like, eh, I don't care. And then I saw the first demo, and I was like, this works for me for some reason. But it's just probably because you like PlayStation. They were just applying something yeah. that I already love. Ice27 wants to know, does the announcement of the Aqua Blue Vita mean anything for the future of the handheld? I'd like to tell you it does, but then today, Gravity Days 2, coming to PlayStation 4, and the original version is now getting HD. You're like, so, ugh, no. No, Done. it doesn't. But it's a weird. It's awesome. And I, I wish it the best, and I love my Vita, but... Kiss my nuts. Yeah, I will. <laughs> With a Z. Wants to know what games are left that are scheduled for release this year that you're actually excited for. Lego fucking Dimensions. Oh, man. I'm so... I I went, I went ordered a whole bunch of the level... He's just... He does this thing where he's... It, here, hold on. Everybody listen to Portillo snore. And now he's going to stop. No. That's better? You got it there? All right. He does this thing where he'll sit in my lap, but then his head gets cut off because he's at a weird angle, but he don't care. Okay. Probably going even more brain damage, but whatever. There's so many games coming out this like the rest of the year that I'm excited for, and it's all the, the smaller titles that I I am personally like. This is why I play games. We got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. We have Transformers Devastation. Yeah. We have Rock Band. Mm, um, that's not a smaller title. I know, but whatever. The others are. You, are. We feel Amplitude. like we're really going to get back into Rock Band. I'm definitely going to, like, if I somehow get a hold of a guitar and the game, I'm definitely going to play through at least We're getting songs. it. I mean, we're, we're going to have it here. And I like Rock Band and whatever. Did you see the track list today? Yeah. Track list is a bit underwhelming, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like, I'm I don't even interested. know who these people are. I don't know any of it. But, but it's Guitar Hero. It's exactly. a discovery thing for me. Rock Band or Guitar Hero? Sorry, whatever. It's Rock They're interchangeable, really, for the most part. Yeah. But, like, for me, it's also the fact of, like, I'm getting it on Xbox because I have hundreds of dollars in DLC on Xbox already. Yeah. So I'll have all the Weezer albums I want on there and all the country music. But I think that's my my experience. I say Guitar Hero. It's like, to me, I treat it like Guitar Hero. I don't treat yeah. it like Rock Band. I don't really care about playing with everybody. I have fun. I do that Fuck shit. Fucking play with me. But I, I will. You but it's bitch. like I like playing the, <laughs> the guitar parts for the challenge and for the arcading nature right, right, of right, it. Right, right, right. So I'm going to be alone at home. Mm-hmm. Just fucking... 
Uh, so um, for me, it's Lego Dimensions because it's right on. We're right on the cusp of it, and I get I get a little Superman figure and a little Wonder Woman figure, and I get to play with them. And I love Lego games, and then eventually I get Ghostbusters. But then after that, it's Fallout. Mm. And that's the thing of just like while we're still in that, I talked about it, you know, in the summer, right, with the launch of Witcher, that I was now on this roll of awesome games, and like hopefully, I Metal Gear won't kill me here, and I'll platinum it in the next few weeks, and then yeah. it'll be in the Lego Dimensions that'll keep me tied over, if not just a little sojourn, and then get back to Metal Gear, yeah. and then into Fallout and be lost to Fallout forever, and Tomb Raiders in there still too. Yeah, we got uh, Amplitude in December. So I'm, I'm very excited. Is that really that. happening? I, no, I, I, we'll see. Who knows? We'll see. I feel like we, that game just... I think it's December for backers and January for, for other motherfuckers. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, Uncharted collection. Oh, the collection. Right, right, right. I'm so excited for that. Star Fox. I need to beat that. I'm hoping the best of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of games. That's a shit ton, man. Yoshi's Woolly World? <sighs> yeah. I need to beat that. But I hopefully I can beat that in like five hours and just call it a day. Yeah. When's that game? Was that game out yet? Or October, October or something. I think it was awesome. It does. But it looks really good. I does wish it not I play well? It. I would, no, I wish I fucking played it four months ago when everyone else in the world had it. Came out there was in no July other games. in Australia. Oh. And they speak our language, kind of. So everyone in Australia just shipped it over to the States, and now everyone's they were just got like, it. We, no and I think the England people have it, too, but they're like, okay, we got to take all the U's out of these words, and that's just what's slowing it down. Like, <laughs> well, why didn't they come out in the States? All the U's and all the O's. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? Let's see. They had to take those... Translation. Man, I'm just trying to get my hands on Metal Gear Solid. Good. I mean, I have, honestly, I've, that's all you need. I've, with I've, your schedule, with your yeah. life, yeah, just do it. Um, Lego Dimensions does look awesome. Uh, I've never been a huge rock band guy. Uh, uh, Greg gave me a code for Metal Gear, so I have absolutely no excuse now. Good. Now I'm actually more <laughs> tempted to play than ever. So thank you Sorry for that. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you've, you've doomed Ooh. me and, and <laughs> give it with this great your, gift. Your, your awesome YouTube videos <laughs> cease to happen now. <laughs> You just see, like, my channel just shuts down. Yeah. <laughs> it it's now a Metal Gear Solid fan site. Yeah. <laughs> All I do is just Metal Gear Let's Plays, and that's yeah. it. That'd be great. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the first ever episode 37 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. Thank you so much, Danny, for joining us. Thank you, Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. Hopefully, Colin wakes up from his death. He's dead. And rejoins us at some point. That'll be fun. Thank you, Nick, for everything. Thank you, Tim. I love you. Love you. And Portillo. Keep snoring your snores. His little tail's by his peepee, so it looks like he has two peepees. <laughs> <laughs>